Today's episode of the Cloven Hoof Podcast was brought to you by Nicolas Cage in an Evil Knievel racing suit. All right, we're back, baby. Uh, we've watched a whole range of things this week. Um, a range of things for your listening and educational and pleasure of intake into your mind. <laughs> I'm gonna, okay, right, I'm gonna do this again. I'm gonna grab this fucking podcast by the horns like it was a bull, and I was a Spanish bloke with a red towel. And I'm gonna... Do they do that? Do they grab it by the horns? I thought they no, stabbed probably, them. Maybe they stabbed the ball. Yeah, they probably grab them by the horns first, don't they? Or maybe like I'm a road, like a rodeo man, like a like cowboy. a quick time event. I'm gonna, <laughs> yep. I'm gonna grab this bull by the horns like I'm doing a quick time event, and then you're gonna, gonna stab gonna it, yank it into the place I want it to go, and that is Moon Knight discussion. Yeah, but not um, a disclaimer. Not the whole of season one because we we jumped the gun a bit. Um, there's only five episodes out. Yeah, yeah, and I saw um, four of them about a month ago, so my memory my memory of them is is hazy. I watched episode five today, so I saw that today. I watched five today. I just saw the last. It came out today. I yeah, I, <laughs> I saw episodes one, two, three, and four when when they sent the press screeners out. So it's been a while. So I'm relying on you a lot here. Um, That's okay. That's okay. I've got I've got notes. We're gonna be good. I got no, I got notes on notes, but no memory of those notes. Oh boy! Oh brother! Oh brother! We're gonna we're gonna jump straight in with <laughs> we're gonna jump straight in with our spoiler free thoughts. Um, so we'll do we'll do a season overview as a whole. What were our thoughts with no spoilers? So if you haven't watched Moon Knight, also considering yet, this season is not over at times, yeah there's no spoilers for episode six because we haven't seen no, that <laughs> nobody has or you might you might have seen it by the time you've listened to this if you listen to it in a week this is true you've you've seen um, it which should probably quite, be quite a good time to listen to it there's a little recap so yeah that was spoiler 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 free overview i i thought it was great just to start oh, yeah. with that all right so i i think Overall, I think it's brilliant. Um, I I love the first episode. The second and third ones, um, I started to sort of feel like it was just going to be... Because I think we've discussed this before on here, and yeah. so people who've listened to episodes in full will know, but I'm not a huge Marvel movie fan. Um, and I was a bit worried a couple of episodes in that it was just going to be another, just exact, like exactly the same beat for beat kind of mcu thing but the first episode i thought was brilliant second third episodes i was like Ugh. fourth episode started off a bit nothing it continues from through, the third doesn't it so it's yeah it's, yeah it's very similar halfway through picks up gets really fucking good episode five probably my favorite thing that i've seen yeah. from marvel like in recent years like the, the this sort of whole mcu thing probably i think is it might be the best thing I've watched. Yeah. So without saying too much, I think five is where it really sort of starts to play into what I think makes Moon Knight unique. Um, It it, it doesn't, it does, it's not just your sort of normal paint by numbers Marvel thing. Um, But I, I I thought that for most of the series, to be fair, there is, I I see what you mean. And I, I think in the middle of the series, it does, it does, get a little more generic but i think it does it does well to 
I think to keep things to keep things relatively fresh, it does a lot of things yeah. we haven't seen before. No, for sure. And also, I mean, Oscar Isaac carries it. He, he kills it. He's excellent. Yeah. Oscar, I, I, he's. I mean, he's obviously proven himself before to be a fantastic actor, and that wasn't up for debate and like up for question and go, oh god, is Oscar Isaac going to fuck this up? No, of course he wasn't. But he is particularly fucking good. Like, I was shocked they got him. I mean, I know that this whole the Marvel franchise now is ridiculous and they have some some great actors in but I, I I think that Oscar Isaac is a type of actor we haven't seen yet he's he doesn't normally jump into these sorts of franchises and I know he did Star Wars yeah. but I don't even think that's the same I think that I, I was shocked that they got um Oscar Isaac to to play to play Moon Knight as well you you'd you'd, yeah. you'd maybe expect it of a bigger caliber character and that's not saying Moon Knight's bad. I, I love Moon Knight. To be fair, I think um, I sort of think, on the contrary, it works quite well for him to be. Oh no, it works. Because, no, no, no. But, but in that Moon Knight is not really a character we've seen anyone particularly like in the MCU, and in that same way, Oscar Isaac isn't particularly in a similar level, a similar sort of like um, I don't know, like a. He's not like a the, the sort of typical vein of actor. To no. get in for the MCU in the sense so, he's short. Oh, yeah, he is short, isn't he? He is. He's yeah, he's really short. Yeah, it's like Killian Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiny, Tiny little bloke. bloke. Tiny and little I get what you mean. I get. What I I think. Yeah. It does work. I think he but... was the. I think he was the right, the right one for the role. 100%. The other name being thrown around was Rami Malek, who is the same. I would say he's one that you wouldn't. Expect so I think that's what they were going for. Yeah. I think they were probably going yeah. for the kind of actor you wouldn't expect to see. Rami Malek would have been. He probably would have been great. He would have been great at the. He would have been really great as uh, Mark and Stephen, but I I don't know if I would believe Rami Malek as Moon Knight. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's just not Oscar Oscar Isaac. He he plays. He's, he, when he says he's a mercenary and when he says he's a he's a superhero, it's believable. I don't yeah, know if I'd no, buy Rami Malek yeah. as a. No, no, no that, that's I a different that's... discussion for a different time, though. But yeah, I think I think that's kind of that's kind of exactly it, really, isn't it? I think it's that he works in the only role that I find him to be fair. The only character that I find him least believable as is Stephen, because he's such a bumbling idiot. But um, as the series goes on, he grows into it quite a lot, and you start to kind of also, uh, again, without getting into spoilers, when you sort of sort of start to realise that character's backstory and sort of how you know it, it, it all starts to fall into place, and actually, he he does it really really well. I think initially I was sort of like, oh god, fuck's sake, why did you call me Mark? Fuck off, you know. But um, <laughs> I like when that character starts to get more fleshed out and more developed, and you kind of start to understand what's going on essentially um it makes a lot of sense and it's really and it's really well done i think that and this i don't i don't think it would be spoiling it to say that both characters uh stephen grant and uh mark specter aren't in it immediately at the same time it takes time before we see both of them on screen and i think that you really start to he set he settles into the role when you see both in it when you see Stephen and Mark and you see them interacting with each other that's when I think yeah, it becomes right. fully believable um and I, I think I think after that and after when you see them interact with each other more particularly in the later episodes 
I I don't think I don't think you could begin to question um no. him in the role. He he is he's it's the best acting we've seen in the Marvel franchise, I think, in any of yeah, those I, films. Yeah, I think you're I think probably you're probably right. And that's not what to I shit think. on anyone else. Like that's not, you know, I, I get that but people I love a lot of that. I think a lot of that is because it's the best writing. It is, but I just mean like I mean there's a certain this is gonna sound really snobby, there's a certain subtlety to how he plays the character and people love Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, and they love Tom Holland as Spider-Man, and they love yeah. Chris Evans as Captain America. But um, I, I think you could swap out. People, people would hate the fact I'm saying about Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, but I think you could swap them out for a, a few actors. I think that there's something about how Oscar Isaac plays it. Mark Wahlberg as Iron Man. Can you imagine that? <laughs> He's Can a you imagine American that? hero. He is a true American hero, isn't he? <laughs> a true American hero. Can you imagine um, him as a Moon Knight? Can you imagine that him? Would be, that, that would be that amazing. Would be rank. I would hate that. I would hate that so much. I don't, actually, Stephen Grant is only English because Oscar Isaac made that decision. So if they're all American, yeah. he's In the comics, he's a, he's a millionaire and he's, um, he's American. And I think Oscar Isaac wanted to play it I think he, well, he said he wanted to play it differently, but I think the idea was to play it a bit more distinct from the other personalities. Yeah, that because that, that makes sense. Because um, the like, yeah, I, it's um, what was I going to say? Right, if it was just um, if it was just Stephen uh, Mark Spector as a you know ruthless mercenary, and then Stephen Grant as just kind of another american i think suave bloke yeah if they play him as a if they if they played him as a sort of an eccentric millionaire uh and mr knight i think that that could work but i think it's hard to it's hard to discuss particularly the characters without spoiling it but i think the making steven so so separate from mark really plays into the story later on and i think it really uh, I think making him British was probably the best call. Yeah, I yeah. Think so too. Oscar um, Isaac's also, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. To repeat that, Oscar Isaac's, Oscar <laughs> Isaac's excellent. Um, who else is good in it? Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is particularly again later in the series. Yeah, I was going to say at first I didn't find him a particularly convincing villain. He's not the most compelling as, villain. No. But um, again, uh, uh, again, without spoiling anything, but as the series goes on and you start to become more aware of his character and his motivations, and then also there's a whole uh, other element to his relationship yes. with um, Mark and Stephen, which is revealed uh, suddenly is, um, uh, yeah, in sort of episode, episode four and five, I suddenly was like... Uh, I think even in, even, even before that, and I know the points you're talking about, but I think even before that, there's a couple of points where he gets a bit more to do, where he's he does sort of, I don't know, he 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 becomes a lot more interesting. In yeah, um, again, without it's really hard to discuss it without spoiling it, but um, I think there is a point where there's points where little bits of his backstory are revealed, and there's points where he. Yeah has a bit more to do where he's he is he's great um 
at the beginning, like you say, when he's just your sort of typical, like, he's not like a Marvel villain we've seen yet, but he's, he's very much just, he's just he, a sort of mysterious, spooky, bad guy. Yeah. He, yeah, and pretty much. And he feels, it feels like some bad guy shit. And he's just kind of, but, yeah. but it's all a bit vague what he's actually doing and what he's trying to do and why he's there. Yeah. Um, it feels a bit like they had like different character tropes and traits and they just sort of put them all together. And yeah. Um, but that does change and Ethan Hawke is he's very good and I think it's good that he's the worry is with a lot of Marvel villains is they get they get one movie and then they get killed off but I think the the fact that if, if he doesn't return the fact that at the very least he's had you know six hours worth of you know five six hours worth of play yeah I think it's good I think it works and I think he he fully fully earns it almost and with his performance I, I, I completely agree. Um, 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 we got, we, there's not a huge amount in the way of other characters. I mean, you've got, you've got Layla and she's, um, she's fine. She doesn't, she, she does, she does what she has to do. She's just, she's sort of just that typical sort of um, tags along with the hero and, yeah. uh, and um, she has her own moments and she has a couple of fight scenes and she has, a, but she's overall, she you know she she's she's fine um no 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 sort of i'm not meaning to take away from the performances of anyone but nobody else has that much to do and i think that comes with the fact that you have like oscar isaac is playing three people himself and then you got a villain and yeah um because i was sort of um i don't know if i don't know if this is part of non-spoiler talk but don't know. Uh, I can cut it if it's not. Yeah. Um, I sort of it, uh, the the characters of Moon Knight and Mark Spectre. Mark Spectre. Yeah. Kind of thought they were the same dude. Uh, uh, they are, but they're not as well. Kind of, but he's much more. Um, what's the what's what's the god called? Conchu. He's much more just acting through Conchu when he's Moon Knight. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, he, he is essentially. So this, this isn't spoilers because this is regular Moon Knight lore as such. Conchu is an Egyptian god who they were, they were almost locked out of our realm. So they had to begin to, they had to, they had to instead use their, uh, they had to nominate a person they could act through essentially. And, Stephen Grant is and Mark Spector is that guy. It's got that avatar. Um, and all of the gods have them. And you may or may not see that in the series, but every god has their own avatar. And yeah, so so Moon Knight is is uh Konshu's sort of avatar and his his mouthpiece in our world. You also see, and it's not spoiler though. But you do also see actual gods, not just the people, um, which yes. was kind of cool. So I was worried they weren't going to do that because there's um, it's a bit where you do meet a couple of other avatars, yeah, and you don't see the gods. And I was just like, ah, oh. because they do yeah. Conchu, and Conchu looks great. Conchu does um, look great, yeah. Conchu looks really good. Um, and yeah, no, you uh, you do see other gods, and it's pretty cool, and the designs look good. And question is though in this universe and this this isn't spoilers we don't find this out in this universe are they gods 
or are they because thor norse god right in this yeah. universe alien and still a god but aliens so are they just aliens yeah, or are know, they so. gods i don't know i hadn't thought about that at all in the comics they're gods but in this are they I actually i'm gonna answer my own question yeah they're gods there are they're 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 gods is god in marvel is <laughs> <laughs> good question um not in the films i don't know i don't know the christian, the christian god i know santa is a, is a mutant i know santa's not god what a what a what a comparison uh, right but santa's a mutant so you would assume god is also in it yeah yeah fair enough where did they where did they have an in-universe explanation for the existence of santa and that he's a mutant? yeah yeah he's a mutant yeah has he got has he got uh fucking titanium claws and shit is he no that's wolverine mate that's wolverine does that's wolverine does he kill i don't know yes he does i don't know i don't i don't maybe read the santa comics brings a, maybe he brings a child a uh a bag of peanut m&ms and a child but they can't eat peanuts yeah, they're deadly allergic to peanuts, but he's because he wants to make it seem more authentic. So is he doing it on he's purpose? Taking off the branding. No, no, he's doing it by he's doing it out of the goodness of his heart. But he doesn't know about peanuts. Oh, so he's put it into a different packet. Yeah, he's put them into a different packet, and he's like, "Ho, okay. ho, ho! Jolly treats for jolly children." And then he's poured them into their stocking, and then they reach in loose. Like, yeah, he's and poured then, them loose. No, wow. Individually wrapped. Okay. Them. Individually oh, wrapped, okay. and they reach into their stocking like. Christmas time, Christmas jolly, Christmas treats, and then they eat them, and then they're like, "Oh, there's peanut in here," and then they pulls up and they. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. Uh, no, I'm fair play, sure. fair play. Um, but he's just, yeah, that was just. I don't really know. I, I don't know what accent that was. It just kind of, just kind of went. Oh, that brings us on to the next. The next spoiler-free topic is accent work. So. Oh yeah. Obviously, Stephen Grant is British. What you're gonna try and lead that into? Yeah, <laughs> what a segue, yeah, though, right? Yeah, they're decent. Um, um, yeah. So he's <laughs> for the for the uninitiated. Um, he's 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 very English, and you can tell because he says things like plonker, and he says things like um, what else does he say? He says up loads of things nozzle. up the old nozzle, and he uh, says, "Why did you call me Mark?" Why did you say uh, says, that name? Why did you call me Mark? Uh, he says, someone's having a laugh. He says, um, he describes something as Area 51 MI6 bonkers, bruv. Uh, I don't remember that. I don't doubt you. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're making it up. That would be weird, but I don't remember. Um, he, what else does he, what else does he say? Uh, He's, he said he says that uh, believing anything that comes out of your mouth shows what a plonker I am. Uh, <laughs> he says he says uh, he says uh, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. My name's Stephen with a V, which um, which we actually watched. We watched that scene because uh, you didn't remember it. Oh my god! <laughs> um, I realised what I meant by wage am I did it. Oh, okay. So yeah, there was a note we would. There was a note from Alfie's Moon Knight watching notes that we couldn't decipher, but we, he worked out live on air. I, I, my friend also corrected. Wagwan. Oh, Wagwan. He does say that. He 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 properly it's... clocks a spoiler. You know, no spoilers yet. He properly clocks a character. Like 
yeah. properly clocks them in the face and then he and decides he to... <laughs> one one i did it and it's and it's the worst and it's literally one of the worst i think that might have been part of my lack of enjoyment of episode two that makes sense um, that makes sense because yeah. i was just like what the fuck like no oh. it's the it's maybe the worst it was pretty weird. the worst bit of television ever <laughs> <laughs> and there have been some bad shows the side of it is fine but that particular line might be tv's lowest point the stuff the stuff either side of it is pretty great but yeah. when when oscar isaac a, a very a very um not english man you might say decides that he's gonna start not only not only doing an english accent but also bringing in english slang um yeah it's rough like london, like london slang yeah, like London specific slang. Yeah, it's, it's bad, but and also it's like, but yeah. also like not even, not even like, <laughs> not even slang that he would use, or like his character actually, he, like based on what actually he though, um, we did talk about this off air. Uh, we'll talk about it in spoilers. There is a reason that it makes sense as such. Not that they, not the explain. We're yeah, doing yeah, the explaining yeah, yeah, for okay, them, okay. but it does. It does kind of make sense. It does kind of make sense. But also, yeah, terrible. It's, it's not even really in a context that makes sense. Like, I feel as though if you if you yeah, are in a... It just doesn't make... It didn't make sense. Yeah, if you're in a high-stakes like, fight and you get a you get a properly good hit in, to be fair, and then you decide to use then to just... You're not shouting Wagwan. That's weird. No, no. Well, you, I'd be pretty scared of someone that did I don't that. think I don't think I'd ever say Wagwan. I don't think I'd ever fight someone that punched me and then yelled Wagwan, though. No, but I don't think I. I don't think I am of a. Like, I don't think I speak. Oh no, like, neither of us would. Yeah, just, no, that's not yeah. the kind of way and, that and we would have it. And that's the same with the same with Stephen. That's why it sounds weird. Like his accent and his like the way that he talks, it just doesn't yeah. make any sense for him to say that. It yeah, yeah. So it's very Chet Hanks. Throwback, throwback <laughs> to episode one. Chet Hanks. Throwback it's to episode one of the Cloven Hoof podcast is is very um, Chet Hanks. But. I mean, you know, it's it's pretty inconsequential. It was just pretty. Strange. Yeah, it literally is um, something that it's the kind of thing that we we review these things and we review Morbius and Moon Knight and Fantastic Beasts, these franchises that have had huge amounts of money and thought pumped into them, even if it doesn't seem like it with Morbius and Fantastic Beasts. And we just we pick on the stupidest things, like the fact, like the fact that he says why why not to punch someone, but it's stupid. It really is stupid. Um, I think what else can we say with spoiler free? Because I, I we um, have to move on to spoilers at some point. So what, what yeah. if you had to if you had to rank the episodes, and I'm pretty sure I know how you're gonna rank it, and I think we'll yeah. maybe rank it the same. Um out of the five episodes you've watched, best to worst, what are you giving it? Best to worst, I can do this pretty quickly. Uh five, one, four three two okay i think yeah. that's how that's so how i think i'd i think five and one would be a tie for me and only because i think yeah, yeah, five yeah. probably content wise is a better episode but i i just i love the the opening of one where it's Engelbert humping playing and he's just yeah. he's just a, a stupid man going about his stupid day yeah. i love that um then now this is where I get stuck is you say four and yet the second half of four is excellent, but I didn't like the first half, not because it's bad. No. I just, at that point we were like, you know, we're with yeah. probably two or three episodes in a row of the same sort of thing. I was a yeah. bit tired of it. So I would probably go, uh, 
one five which is the one and this isn't spoilers or such which is the one where it's three okay i would go one five three four two i think one five three four two okay all right I, I think can, not. An, I, I can get your reasoning behind that. Disclaimer: uh, uh, two isn't bad, like at all. No, uh, none of them are bad by any stretch. But I, I, you know, I, I probably would put two there because I don't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, that none of them are bad at all. No. Um. Okay. Overall, spoiler-free review. Pretty good. Uh. Pretty yeah. decent. Good I show. I I already did. I wrote a review. Um, you can find it at cloven-hoof.com if you're so inclined. Uh, I think I, I think I gave it an eight out of ten. So that was for the first four episodes. With five, I would push it to a to a nine. I think I think it's I think my overall thoughts on it are that it's probably the it's it's probably the strongest of the of the Disney Plus shows, other than maybe Loki, because I really like no, Loki no, I, as well. I, I I like this more than Loki. Okay. I've enjoyed this more than Loki. I thought Loki was good and I did enjoy Loki. Um but I think I've enjoyed this more. I just found I found yeah. it more interesting. Really? Because Lo- Loki was good. Um Loki was good. Loki was good fun. It was less um it felt less like oh, I don't I don't want to say like thumbs down. Because that sounds really shitty, but it's like the um This feels less know, dumbed down or Loki did, sorry. No, Loki so Loki feels less dumbed down than like a lot of the big Marvel movies. No, I get I think that's like fair constant, to say. I think that like they're constant all constant quips and it's just like yeah, like no, there's no actual substance to any dialogue that happens. Everyone's just going, Oh well, well that that sounds pretty bad. Oh my god, alien invasion gonna wipe out half the world. <laughs> god must be Monday. It's just like yeah, yeah. It's just I like, wonder. Fuck, I wondered how. Like, I, I I I liked watching that bit sort of unravel. <laughs> yeah, it did, <laughs> you started it, it and it was apart. kind of going nowhere. It did fall apart. Um, <laughs> but you but, you wrapped up in the end. Like I I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Loki Loki was like, it had it had enough of the like, the sort of current era Marvel movie and but no dick jokes it didn't have any dick jokes yeah but it, like just, it, it didn't just feel like it didn't just feel like it had been thrown together in 30 seconds script wise which mm. I don't know um no I, I don't think I they also, even feel I like that it feels you know me you know I do but I fucking adore adore god I love him so much um I forgot I his name I don't know who he loves him. I forgot his fucking name Owen Wilson but, Owen Wilson I Owen love Wilson. Owen Wilson. I forgot his name just then, so it sounds like I'm lying. You clearly don't adore him. No, I, I adore Owen Wilson, Wilson so much Owen so Wilson that I said so it straight away. I think he's great. And he is great, I, and he's brilliant in that. He's good. He's good fun in. That's the, probably the best Marvel movie role for him. He'd be weird in anything else, but he's just sort of a, a kind of weird time dude, time man. Yeah, he's kind of just. He's just I'm trying to think around. of. He's a bit. He's a bit bored. He's a bit tired of his job because he's been there for eternity, and he's just like, oh, go, go, go to sort out some time shit. Would you take it. Would you take Owen Wilson as a as a as a multiverse version of a different hero? Like, would you take an Owen Wilson Captain America cameo in Doctor Strange? Oh, that'd be hilarious! Yeah. What about an Owen Wilson Ghost Rider? But it's go it's Cowboy Ghost Rider. <laughs> no, no, I can see an Owen Wilson Hulk. An he Owen would have been Hulk. a good Bruce Banner. Thinking yeah, about it, Owen Wilson back in the day. Yeah. 
Bruce Banner. Yeah. Owen Wilson, Bruce Banner would be quite cool. Yeah. Because that would be quite just, good. Yeah, he'd just be a really chilled out guy. Be like, it's, it's like Mark Ruffalo is, but cooler because yeah. it's Aaron Wilson. Yeah. I can see that. That's pretty good. That's yeah. good casting. Um, but I mean, I think Mark Ruffalo is great as Hulk. And actually, to be honest, I think, I think of the Avengers, Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk might be my favorite. Oh, because I like Mark Ruffalo. I just think he's a nice dude. No, he and is. Think, it's true. And I think he's good in. I think. I think he's really good as that character because he, because Edward Norton, was just doesn't suit was, the character. He's just strung out, horrible. Just ah. Uh, and I like. Imagine what it'd be like if he had stayed through the Avengers films. If they oh, had. Shit. Yeah, it would have been weird. Because I really like the. Um, I like Mark Ruffalo's contrast between being, you know, just chilled out, laid out guy. And then, yeah, and then also it works really well when they do um in Infinity War when no not Infinity War in Endgame. When Endgame, I hate that. Hulk I hate like... Professor Hulk in that film though, and it's I think it's uh, right. solely I think it's no quite fun. solely because I hate the listen to your mum's dab and then he dabs. I hate that scene. I hate that. But that's what that's yeah, what you I were like... saying about the Marvel films though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's but none I of that in Moon Knight. I do like the bit where he's walking around and he's got to try and make a distraction and beat Hulk and he's just like oh no that's Hulk. great yeah I love that yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. just punching the car he's like, yeah yeah it rips so his wild. shirt off yeah, yeah, yeah that's great um no anyway we've gone very off topic but it's uh, fine essentially I think this I think Moon Knight to bring it back to Moon Knight is mm-hmm. the best thing I've seen from this recent Marvel movie kind of thing if and they I, stick I, the landing as, at the end it'll be yeah. it'll be the best yeah I think as far as sort of like you know it doesn't to me. It doesn't compare to, but I know this is only sort of out of nostalgia. It's, it's not like a, it's, it's not like a Spider-Man two, uh, but also I didn't know you liked those films. I love Spider-Man. I don't 2. know why I didn't know you liked the first film. Spider-Man. We spoke Spider-Man about Spider-Man three Spider-Man. earlier. Actually, I don't know why I didn't know this. We literally spoke yeah, yeah, about yeah. them earlier. Yeah, Sp- Spider-Man three uh, can suck my balls, but Spider-Man it won't. one. I just got a text from Spider-Man three. Yeah, it actually it says <laughs> I won't like, do that. That's fine. It doesn't have to, but I'm just saying it. It could. It's. It doesn't. It doesn't want to. It doesn't want to. That's fine. I hate Spider-Man Three. Well, I I I love it. I love it. I think when I was a kid, because what is it, 2009? So when I was seven, yeah, that film rocked. I think now it's you watch it back and you think, oh my god, like what is this? But I I got the box. I borrowed the box out of someone and I watched them all when I was about nine. Um, Yeah, and I thought they were i i thought the first one was great when i watched it uh the scene the the end scene where green goblin runs himself through with his with his little um his little <laughs> yeah his spider. and that was like because that was like brutal and i was like yeah. whoa my god holy shit like what the fuck that's insane um like your nine-year-old brain couldn't handle a good old stand yeah yeah, yeah uh, and the bit with the uh the the goblin bombs. You imagine if that happened and then and then Spider-Man went, Wagwan, I did it. Yeah, yeah that'd be shit. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Yeah. Because I, I quite because I quite like those Spider-Man films because they're not just like like every five seconds. And because in the uh, well, in the, Sp- comic, in the Spider-Man comics, right? Spider-Man is known for that. Like that's his he's quippy, he's that's always, his thing. He's always going, he's always going, Oh, look out, uh goblin i love i love watching you and particularly because i can see you in the views i love watching you start a bit and you and you you set out with an example and you're like oh captain america's like 
and then you you pause for like a second and i'm watching you think and i'm watching you think oh balls like where am i going with this and then there's a bit of there's just a bit of oh, look, oh i'm captain i'm captain america and then i'm watching you i'm watching the the wheels turning and you're thinking okay i gotta think of a joke i started this bit i gotta think of a joke and then you're like oh i'm captain america look at my balls <laughs> and then you end the bit i love it i love watching it it's like watching a, a true master at work <laughs> um yeah leave a comment if you can anyway. um you can on the on the on cloven-youth.com i'll say it again uh there's a forum on there and you can leave you any I'm... thoughts Tell me if you think I'm funny or if you hate me. Tell me, tell us if you think he's a master at work. Tell us Download, that. download if you love me. Leave a comment if you think I should stop doing this and Josh should find another co-host. Give us a five-star rating on Spotify if you hate him and you want him gone. But also <laughs> give us one if you love him and you want him to stay. And then I will work out from the tone of your five-star review <laughs> what you think of him. And then... We'll see if we have a new host for the full episode. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna I'm fire him for, in between. I'm up for putting my putting my place on the line. Putting your career podcasting career on the line. For the listeners at home. Um let's actually let's actually talk about it then. Let's get into it. Let's yeah, so it's spoiler things. time. Um so if um, you haven't seen it, you are you are welcome to listen, but uh we are we're gonna go f- don't listen to this. We don't want you here. If you haven't so, watched Moon Knight, Alfie just went on a sweary rant about how if you haven't listened to, if you haven't watched Moon Knight, you should you should go home. Um, I've cut that, but but you can but you can, he's looking up at me now like he's he's shocked and a bit appalled. But I've cut it. But I've cut that. Um, but the general tone of his message was: if you haven't watched Moon Knight, now is your time to download the episode, but then stop listening. Yeah. Yeah, that was essentially you, have to, you have to download it first, though. Okay, right. Episode one. Yeah, we're going episode by episode. Uh, I reckon we should do a brief, a brief yeah, overview sure. of what we liked and what we didn't like about every episode. Let's, Let's do start. it. Yeah. Um, episode one. Mark. No, I've already gone wrong. Stephen starts with Stephen. Stephen, I understand this is his character. He's fucking useless, uh, bumbling. A numpty, as he would probably he say. He would say, I think he does say numpty at some point. Either that, numpty. or maybe I said numpty at some point today, and I've got him confused. Um, but uh, he's, he's good, and I like the bit um, I like the bit where he's walking home from work, and he sits and he talks to the, uh, the, the, little, the little statue man. That dude is a character from the comics. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Okay. He okay. is in the comics. He is, if I remember his name rightly, I think he's Crawley. Uh, but he is, he's, he's Mark's little mate. I got an email. <laughs> I got an email from TripAdvisor earlier. Was it about cruelly the place? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was in town and there was some scaffolding. And um, Frank, my mate Frank, for the listeners. At home, for the, yeah, he's... Frank pointed out uh, cruelly scaffolding. And he was like, Oh, they've come all the way from Crawley to do scaffolding. I was like, yeah, I guess, maybe. Uh, I don't know, Frank. And I googled how far away Crawley was from Brian. Um, not like that far. Where is Crawley? I, like, I thought Crawley was up north. It's southeast. Uh, okay. 
Cool. But I was Cooley. like, yeah, Cooley. I was like, what is there to do in Crawley? And one of the top attractions for Crawley was to, I think it was Crawley. I'm pretty certain I was, I'm pretty certain it was Crawley. This will be really embarrassing if this wasn't Crawley. No, it's fine. I've got my, my drink. It'll be even better if it's not. Um, but uh, essentially, one of the best things to do in Crawley, and this will, this will just, this will just confirm whether it could have been Crawley. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Best thing to do in Crawley, go to Gatwick Airport. Go to Gatwick Airport and find somewhere else. <laughs> go to somewhere else. Like, um, the, if like, you're from Crawley. Leaving the Clovenhoof Forum is that the best thing to do in Crawley? Is it? Is it leave and go somewhere else? Because one of the highest, like highest rated activity in TripAdvisor was just Gatwick Airport, um, <laughs> and then like, and then like Gatwick Airport Bar, like one of their bars was also above the majority of like the the the, the fun things to do in Crawley. Is the like, Gatwick Airport Bar the best rated bar in Crawley? I think it was very high up there. Um, okay. Like in the Crawley area, because Gatwick Airport is literally right next to. Crawley. Is TripAdvisor a is TripAdvisor an international yes. thing? Yeah. So if is it that makes sense though that that Gatwick Airport, because if you've got lots of traffic from around the world through Gatwick and you give it a quick TripAdvisor rating, you probably get more for international foot traffic than in I Gatwick know, but, than in Crawley. But essentially, but essentially, the point being is that no one goes to Crawley. No, 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 um, no, Alfie, Alfie, I'm making you look like an idiot right now. You the are. reason for it is, is one is an international airport and you're one facts and logic. is a British town. You're hitting me with some knowledge, some serious knowledge. Yeah, that's um, what our podcast is about. Knowledge. Yeah, knowledge, logic. And truth, reason. Reason, light, in a, uh, in a metaphorical sense. And a, and a literal sense. Shed light on facts. Um, and also we... And do you know where, uh, do you know where some light comes from? No, the sun, which reflects on the moon night in the moon night sky. <laughs> um, moon night. Oh, oh yeah, so... no. So Crawley, Crawley is a the statue guy is a character who is normally from New York. Uh, he's not. For <laughs> <laughs> five minutes, just like rant about how much I dislike Crawley, but not did even in the that, first episode about Brighton too. Yeah, they did. I mean, I, I shit on Brighton. You like Brighton. You live yeah. you live near Brighton. Um, yeah. So Crawley is is he's a homeless man normally, and I, in this I I I guess he is, but he uh, yeah, he's, he's one of Moon Knight's mates. No. So for the listeners, Alfie's Alfie's cut in the middle of uh, in the middle of Moon Knight talk. A really serious topic. Alfie's actually just gone to. He's just gone. He's left. He's got up. He's walked away. Sorry. I went to get a glass of water. So I think that Crawley, from what I remember, is is one of the few people that can see all of the. I think I think so. So you've got the jackal, right? That Moon Knight fights in episode one, and no, you can't see it on the cameras. From what I remember, Crawley can see that in the comics. I don't know if that's going to be the same in the series. Mm-hmm. So he is a character. Um, we, I, don't, that was I don't know. A big detour I, there. I don't know if he'll probably come back. I feel like maybe if they do a season two, it's, it's the kind of thing that yeah. they would bring him back and just have an episode where he's just sat there chatting to him. Yeah, possibly. Um, but I quite liked that sort of relationship. 
where yeah. it's just this dude who gives absolutely nothing back to him and he sort of sits and just kind of kind of makes it very apparent. Steven's a little sweet guy though. Yeah, he's, I like he's that. A sweet, he's a little sweet yeah. guy, but he's also a very, very lonely guy. Oh, here's a question. Yeah. So in episode one, a girl, a woman comes up to Stephen and she's like, remember that date we planned? And Stephen's like, I don't have a bloody clue, love. I don't bloody know. But I'll still bloody go on that date with you. Um, one, if someone came up to me and they asked me if we were still going on that date and I had no memory of making that date, I would just say no. <laughs> I would just be like, uh, That's reasonable. no. Yeah. But then... I would also think, hang on a second, I have been waking up in random places and my fish died and also, like, I'm tired all the time and I've got several broken bones. Um, and also now there's a date that I don't know about. I think something's going on here. And I know he does think that, but, like, that would be the thing that would make me, like, fully be like, I need to, I need to see a therapist or a doctor. Yeah. I wouldn't um, just go on the date. And I know he misses so the date. He's very, but... very fully aware of the fact that he has to surround his bed with sand and chain himself to it to make sure he doesn't get up and leave. And lock the, like, bolt the doors several times. Yeah. Yeah. Also, surely, surely Mark knows how to get out of all that shit anyway. Maybe he doesn't know about Mark yet. Yeah, but he doesn't know about Mark, but Mark knows about him. Yeah, then Mark knows how to get out and he does. And okay. then he gets back in. That's the point. Mark knows about it, which is yeah, how yeah, he can... Okay, okay, okay. Still do all his moon nights. But also, right, a third person had to have asked her out on that date. Because we know Mark didn't. Mark is married to Layla. Yes, this is true. And yes, they're estranged, but he's still treating it like they're married. Like they're still, you know, they've been apart. Okay, so, so we'll, we'll come back to that in a minute. Because yeah, there's a, there's a third person did that. Later on, yes. Essentially, yeah. Um... Okay, the the fight scene in episode one in at the end in Switzerland or wherever. It is, oh, of course, yeah, somewhere in the Alps. Yeah, I think it's Switzerland. Um, that was sick. Yeah, it was all the CGI was ropey as, but yeah, the fighting the, in, the, in the car excellent. chase. There's like a car chase at the end, or like a truck. Yes, or something, there is a van or something like that, and it's bad. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's not bad. It's a great scene, but it, it looks a bit. You know, it looks a bit ropey, for lack of a better term. Yeah, um, there's a bit where um, some guys get hit by some logs, and it looks just yes. awful, just rubbish. Um, yeah, not good. Uh, some really shit green screen, like driving green screen. You know, uh, like looks a lot like uh, I can forgive that. Like a movie from the fifties, given the pandemic, and yeah, yeah, I can yeah. see no, why. But then. It, it, it makes me, it, I, I wrote it down in my notes. I, I would have then asked the question of why aren't they using the volume? Because the DC movies are now using it. The Batman uses it. The Mandalorian uses it. Boba Fett uses it. Or the new one uses it, but why aren't they already using it? Busy. Busy. Is the volume busy or are they busy? The volume's busy. Oh, okay. Fair play. Batman Scheduling conflicts. Batman was in there. And they can't... Batman was in there. Yeah, was kind of two superheroes in there. They fight. No. Yeah, exactly. They beat each other up. They beat each other up. <laughs> yeah, probably. I reckon, I reckon Oscar Isaac and Robert Pattinson would probably be a fairly fair fight. Both no, of them all... no. Robert Pattinson wins because I think he probably, he'd scratch you. Also, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think... Actually, no, I reckon he'd go on his back and just kick his legs madly in the air so he couldn't get near him. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Oscar Isaac is too. It would be it would be coming at it too much like a like a serious fight. Like he's you know he's 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 blocking and he's throwing his punches. Robert Pattinson is the kind of guy to kick first, which we had an off-air conversation about. <laughs> Anyone whose first move in a fight is to kick, don't fight that person. That is scary <laughs> like, because a, a kick hurts for a start, but yeah. also is never your go-to. You always think, oh, I'll punch or I'll hit or whatever, or, or I'll push them, you know, maybe. In your, in your experience, in your great experience of combat. Yeah, in my massive fighting experience. <laughs> but but never, never, anyone who kicks or headbutts first, yeah. do not fight that person. And Robert Pattinson, he'd probably try and kick and headbutt first. Yeah, he might go for a double kick and headbutt combo, might he? Double foot kick and headbutt. He'd jump and like... Yeah, he might jump and fold himself flick. in half. Yeah, and launch himself forwards at you. I wouldn't want to fight him. Both legs is uh, like stretched straight out. Yeah, I wouldn't want to fight Robert Pattinson. I wouldn't want to fight either of them, to be honest. I, I, how tall is Robert Pattinson? Uh, I think he's quite tall. Yeah, I think I've heard that he's quite tall. Yeah, he'd be Oscar Isaac in a fight. Uh, he is. He's six foot on the dot. Okay, but he's well, he's oh, almost six one. Their, their agency would always lie. So he's 5'9". <laughs> Take a couple inches off him. for the Hollywood effect. I can see him being six foot. Because to be fair. Oscar Isaac supposedly is 5'8", 5'9". There's yeah. no way he is. There's no way in real life that man is that tall. And I know 5'8 and 5'9 aren't that tall. But Oscar Isaac's not that tall. Yeah, fair enough. That man's 5'6". Five six is what I would say. Five six in heels. Um, okay. Uh, aggressive UK vernacular. We've already been over that. Yeah, we discussed that. Um, yeah, he does. He works in a museum gift shop. Has he afforded his mental London apartment? Because he's a mercenary. He's got the. He's got dual income. Which makes sense later. And he's married to Layla, meaning triple income. But she's not sending. She's not sending him cash. Now they got a joint bank account. He, he's he's completely rinsing it um, <laughs> on London rent. I wrote down, but I can't remember what happened in it. Final scene: Moon Knight and Mark reveal was good yeah. Uh, so it's where the jackal chases um, Stephen through the museum. Oh yeah, yeah and then he the... yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That yeah. just that as it as it pans round and you see Moon Knight and he's properly wailing on the jackal. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. That bit was great. I really liked that. The action throughout this, we didn't say it before in Spoiler Free, but the action is great. Yeah. Like, all of that is, is is really good. Really, really well done. I. Why is his boss so mean? Is she even his boss? Why is she so mean? I don't know. It's like... I've got a quote from her. You're not the bloody tour guide, Stevie. Yeah. Was that her? Or was that... Yeah, the... no, that is... CCTV man? No, that is her, because he's, like, showing a girl, he's like, all the Egyptian gods... Why did you call me Mark? Why does everyone call me Mark? All the Egyptian gods, blah, blah, blah. And she, yeah, she, she's really yeah, yeah. mean to him about it. But why is she so mean? I don't, like, I don't get it. Like, but it's specifically to him. And I don't know if that's something that's, I don't know if it's just supposed to be a joke or if, do you think it's because she's just completely tired of the fact that he appears to work like one day a week and he's got a broken jaw. And also like, <laughs> sometimes he goes to America for months on end. Like, to be fair, I'd be a bit, I'd probably get a bit sick of that quite easily. Just put him on a zero hour contract. And just be like, look, Steve, just, rock up sometimes. just 
turn up when you can. So if you need to, if you need to work here, just rock up. You know. Why does he need that? Like I get that. I un- I know he doesn't know. No, no, I know he doesn't know that he's got dual income, but he would look at his bank account and be like, "Shit, I got quite a good amount of money. I got mercenary money in here. I got some good money." Well, he, well, he'd look. Oh no, 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 because it's all in a duffel bag, in it, in the storage. Oh uh, yeah, no, that can't be all of the money though. Nah. Because how is he paying rent? Nah. Cash in hand. How did he move over there? How did he move there though? He had to have Mark's money. Cash in hand. Mm. Also, Mark Spector can have things that Stephen Grant doesn't know about, but it doesn't work the other way around until later on. Yeah, I know. Because um. so it becomes it becomes clear, and if you have seen the series, uh, this isn't a spoiler. We realize that Mark created Stephen, and has I I got the impression that has until fairly recently been the one primarily in control. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so Stephen appears only when. Mark is facing some sort of like uh, some sort of traumatic event as such, and that that sounds like uh, exaggeration when I say traumatic. I mean like he, so Stephen comes about because uh, Mark's mum is abusive after the death of yeah. Mark's brother, and every time she's sort of you know every time she is abusing him, um, he Stephen comes out and sort of. T- takes one for the team as such and absorbs all of that and i think it's the same throughout um throughout his life i don't know why necessarily Stephen is now out most of the time I, 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 I maybe it has something to do with mark and layla splitting yeah. maybe the fact that they've split and it just yeah. means that steven has got to be out more i don't know but um episode two yeah. Um, he they look at the CCTV footage of him turning into Moonlight for the first time, yeah. but Moon Knight never makes an appearance in the footage. It's always Mark and Stephen. Um, and I can understand why the jackal doesn't appear in the footage. I understand that that's a yeah. an Egyptian related thing, but I yeah. so the Moon Knight like Egypt doesn't appear on cameras. Egypt doesn't appear on cameras. No, it's true. Um. But I, I understand that's an Egyptian god-related thing. I understand that's Conchu's whole thing. But the suit never appears. But then later on in the episode, Layla references the suit, meaning she's seen the suit. Why doesn't it appear on camera? Um, maybe people can see it in person. But why not on the camera? It simply cannot be recorded. I think that's stupid. Too many, uh, too, uh, too many megapixels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, cameras... <laughs> Technology, you know, magic doesn't. But I just don't get it because because actually no, because he fights the jackal as Mister Knight, and you sometimes it shows what other people are seeing. They still see Mister Knight just punching nothing though. Yeah, they can't see the jackal. They can see Mister Knight. They can see the suit. Yeah, why can't the camera see the suit? Um, because it's a plot point I'm not just this isn't just me doing yeah, my stupid know, bits where I'm no, it's no, a plot no. point where they're like yeah, no, you're know. an idiot Stephen yeah I don't know that's a good question that would be that solved if they looked on the camera even if he's punching nothing that would be that solved when they see a, a, a crazy ornate Egyptian mummy suit form around him yeah. yeah, they would be like oh, okay maybe you're not mental maybe there's something else at play here in this universe yeah. full of superheroes yeah you're right yeah um, 
I I've got no idea. I've got no idea because so, I don't know enough about the the character. I suppose, but I I, that's not even a, that's not even a character yeah. thing. I think that's just a silly, it's an oversight. Um, episode three. No, let's talk okay. episode two. <laughs> we haven't. We, we only spoke about we the jacket. Skip over episode two. Yeah, I mentioned episode two about Mr. Yeah. Knight. You sausage. Uh, that's that's, that's where something we get the, uh, Stephen would wonderful say. quote. Area fifty one, MI six, bonkers, bruv. Um, yes, I don't remember, after, but yes. So after he kicks the shit out of the jackal. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I I know um, what you mean. Yeah. 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 Um, I did note. I know we've already spoken about the CGI, but the jackal looked like shit. That was not. It good. did. Yeah. I didn't think that looked good. I um, would like to see it. I'd like to see all these things in one of the movies. I'd like yeah. to see uh, the Marvel CGI in recent movies has got a bit worse. Yeah. Since Endgame. But um yeah, I wonder if it's a question of the fact that it's just a TV series. I know that it's a big budget Disney TV series, but I wonder if that's anything to do with the fact that it is still when all said and done a TV series. Yeah. But that that whole Mr. Knight reveal and that whole um jackal fight was quite good yeah the mr knight thing was confusing to me though because in and again this is something that you're not a fan of the character out of the series but Mm -hmm. um mr knight is is almost a separate character in himself normally and he's very much on a level with moon knight so it was a bit frustrating yeah it's a bit frustrating to me that like in this it's almost he's just he's just like pg deadpool yeah oh he's just essentially he's just steven in a suit but not even that though because he's a bit more confident he's a bit more like yeah like a butterfly sting like a bee my name's steven with a v and then properly properly twatting a jackal in the face yeah and that's where he says wagwan now that we're in spoiler territory Yeah, yeah he properly and i mean properly hammers a jackal straight in the nose and then oh and to prove our point earlier the jackal's first move in that fight is to kick you don't want to fight that jackal he kicks kicks terrifying terrifying kangaroos kick i don't want to fight a kangaroo they kick they punch as well but they normally kick death of a kangaroo yeah yeah kangaroos are awful awful i wouldn't want to fight a kangaroo i wouldn't want to fight a kangaroo I don't really want to fight anyone particularly. Part of their their methodology behind kicking is that they jump up and then they can literally just like disembowel you with their feet. Is that true? Yeah, because they've got claws and shit on their feet and they've been known to just disembowel people, just like rip their stomachs open and shit. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. This is a bit of Clovenhoof exclusive trivia. (laughs) I'm amazed at that. Well, I think think that's true. I, again, could be chatting... Absolutely. Put it on the forum. I'm desperate for people to put something on the forum. Um, put it on the forum. Don't answer this. Alfie's looking it up right now. Alfie, do not confirm or deny. Put it on the forum. Can kangaroos disembowel you with their feet? Do you think? A, do you think a kangaroo could could disembowel you with his feet without kicking? Do you think he has the dexterity to take a scalpel and? <laughs> not with his feet. Not with his feet. Okay. I mean, what about with his hands? So long. Have they got thumbs? On their hands or feet? Thumbs on their hands. Sure. I reckon maybe. Maybe um, they do have thumbs or maybe they could perform surgery. Well, both because one's dependent on the other. 
So what you're saying is if a kangaroo had thumbs, the thing holding a kangaroo back from performing surgery is his lack of thumbs. That's the thing holding most animals back from surgery. Is a lack of thumbs. Performing surgery is a lack of thumbs. Because, I mean, you can perform <laughs> surgery, but I could perform surgery. I wouldn't do a good job, but I could perform surgery. Okay, successful surgery. It doesn't have to be successful in the sense that you can be a great surgeon and your patient can die. But what I mean is surgery that could potentially work. Not just, I'm not talking about I just cutting surgery, someone could, open and rearranging some bits. That, I could do surgery that could potentially work. It depends, like, how, how broadly are we taking could potentially? Like, I could do surgery that could potentially sur- work. Surgery that if, that if you were, if you were really injured or you had a real condition going on and you can't go to a doctor for whatever reason, so you need to turn to someone to improvise and you can't turn to a vet and you can't turn to um, anyone with any medical training, uh, but your best chances. That's what I'm talking. So like the, the best of the rest. Um, that's probably me. Yeah. That's you. Or a kangaroo with thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So back on the record, we've just found out whether or not kangaroos can disembowel you. And um but it's not, not the answer that you want. But we still want to know. We still want to know from you, the listener. Um, Cloven-youth.com forum. Can can kangaroos disembowel you? And would you trust a kangaroo with thumbs to be your surgeon? Uh, knowing what I now know. Yes. Oh, okay. I would trust um, him more now. I know what I know. No, because he's good. No, proficient. No, uh, we're, no, we're not going to get into this now. This is for the forum. This is for the forum. Um, <laughs> let's talk Moon Knight episode three. Moon Knight episode, episode three. Let's talk Moon Knight episode three. I liked, um, I liked the, I liked the way. So big thing happens towards the end of episode three, but uh, that's uh, talk about that in a second. Well, not like big okay. thing, but you know, like something starts. I don't to, remember. Something starts to happen. Oh, um, I do remember. I do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's a little um, what I what I read inferred to be an Indiana Jones reference. Yes, there is. Yeah, yeah, where, yeah. It um, is good. I love it. Yeah, yeah. The guy's sort of he's kind of waving his knife around. He licks it or something. Oscar Isaac just punches him in the face. <laughs> yeah. um, and downs him instantly. I thought that was good. I thought that was really good. I enjoyed that. Um, uh, I, I immediately actually do you know what my first note for episode three is Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark and I think it's in reference yeah. to that yeah yeah okay um there's a there's a bit where Oscar Isaac as Mark Spector I believe mm-hmm. delivers a really meager slap to someone <laughs> that you're supposed to be taking out and I inferred the fight that. choreography is pretty good though Fight choreography as a whole. Well. No, that that's a that's a thing that like he, he does like he thinks about it and he does that. And I oh, thought okay. It was maybe something to do with the two personalities becoming closer together and oh, and, and okay. Stevens Stevens sort of feeling guilty or whatever. He's like he doesn't want to be beating up all these people, but he's along for the ride and he doesn't like it. And then Mark's just like, um, <laughs> but then also the thing that I was just just saying, you know, starts to happen is there there are bits where they're mid-fight and then it's a blackout like a little cut so the way they do the the blackouts and the switching yeah between so in the first episode for example um he beats up a bunch of guys in 
Uh, so Stephen, fi- Stephen finds himself, yeah, Stephen finds himself in a little village in the Alps or something. Yeah. Um, a bunch of guys turn up. Uh, he starts getting into a fight or they start chasing him or something. And then there's a cut, like a hard cut, goes black for like a split second and it comes back and he's like, oh, where the fuck am I? And then you sort of see like a like a pile of dead bodies around him or something like that. And then you realize that that was Mark who did all that. Oh, oh, hang on. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Was it? Because, well, yes, it was. But there is a point where you see in episode five, all of the people that Mark has killed, none of them are there. I'm not, I'm not getting into fully the possibilities of it. Other than that, is that maybe it's an oversight or maybe it's intentional. None of the people from episode one or three, I mean, it's obviously not Mark in episode three, but in episode one, none of them yeah. are there well, in the room. In, in episode three, there's bits to, uh, where, they're, where they're fighting. They're, they're fighting some guys. Uh, I, was, I was wondering how Mark found just those men on top of that. building and how he knew that they had anything to do with anything at all been there for a bit though hasn't he not not for a while but i think he's been there for a day or two at that point yeah yeah i don't know who's tipping them off how's he tracking them what's going on there but anyway um then mark is fighting someone blackout come back and then he's standing having just he thinks steven has shoved a knife in someone's chest and he's like Stephen, what the fuck? That's <laughs> you imagine um, if it was it was like <laughs> the weedy Stephen is just yeah, yeah. he's got bloodlust. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, just yeah. murdering. <laughs> well, and then Stephen's like, I don't know, that wasn't me. I thought that was you. And um, and so there's this implication of a third personality. Yeah. So but my attempt to shine. Then, yeah. Well, yeah. So that will likely be Jake Lockley, who is. Um, He's a third personality. I think there are no. I mean, I know that normally there are three personalities to Moonlight. You got Stephen Grant, you got Mark Spector, and you got Jake Lockley. And Stephen Grant is a millionaire. Mark Spector is a mercenary, and Jake Lockley is a cabbie. Uh, so normally he is like uh, he deals with the street level crime. Like Jake Lockley and Mister Knight deal with any like street level crime. Mark Spector deals with any avengers level stuff and then stephen grant's an idiot um but yeah so that that will that will be jake lockley um he also makes a, a hinted at appearance in episode four uh in a sarcophagus but that's oh actually you see him i think in episode th- three in the knife there's a you know, you can see them in the reflection. You can see the different yeah. personalities. There is yeah. in the knife, like in between the blood droplets, there's a completely just crazed Oscar Isaac staring back. Like it's not, it's not like oh. in shock Steven and it's not Mark because yeah. Mark's out. There's just like a completely like wide eyed, crazed, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. that I, I think, think is Jake Lockley. I think I did notice that and didn't think much of it but it's a bit jarring the way they did like they they focus on it like but also like it's yeah. so I, I don't i don't think that's Stephen or mark i think from what i can tell that is jake okay who inevitably will probably appear in episode six okay and if he doesn't then he'll appear in season two yeah okay if that happens um what else happens in episode three um, episode three, good question. Uh, 
Oh, the gods. We see the gods. Yeah. Uh, so when we see their avatars, we don't see the gods. Yeah, sure. So um, Conchu basically fiddles with the sky, like turns turns the stars a little bit so that he can get the gods' attention, and yeah. um, it's it's awesome. You get uh, you get they go. That in, shot is really cool. That was, yeah, that was a good. That was a sick moment. I and they that. teleport him into the middle of the Great Pyramid, and there's a meeting because um, they they have to use the stars to find. That's um, later. That's later. So the first time he messes with the stars is to get the attention of the gods. And then they're like, don't ever, okay. don't ever do that again, you dipshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he does it again, like immediately okay. on a bigger yeah, so, scale. So he does it again because they have to, they have to use the stars to navigate, to find, uh, Sef, Sef, Oh, what the, what's the god called? God. Good question. Uh, or like, the, or someone's tomb. They had to find a tomb or some shit. Um, yeah. And the, the stars were used to plot out how to get to it, but the stars I think have that's... shifted. Is that have shifted very... I see the episode three or four. Yeah. Um, but the stars have shifted ever so slightly uh, over the course of the thousands of years since the map was made. And so... So they turn Gonchu, the stars. Gonchu turns the stars That's an awesome shot, though. Thousands of times, like thousands of years to like exactly where they were. Yeah. Then, so they can use the map accurately, and um, there's this really, really cool shot of them standing of Stephen the, and Conchu. Like, yeah, like standing on a sand dune. Um, yeah, doing the, uh, and then behind them the like crazy light. The, I like the thought that like all the other Avengers are sat there at home, and the sky is just going mental, yeah, and they're actually, like, right, not so my I problem. So we were talking about, um, and we'll talk about this again uh, when we get into the next segment of mm. uh, this episode, but. Uh, I find it really, really funny because of the because of how crowded the MCU is. Mm -hmm. Because there are so many superheroes and there are so many like different. Well, there's so okay, so they're all in New York. They're all yeah. in New York. They're, well, they are all in New York. They're just out of New York. But they still they still would have seen. I think it might have been daytime in New York, might it? At that point. But yeah, but we're Star just be flicking it flicking from like the sun's just moving about the place, like oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like over thousands of years yeah. of history, right? Because what's like what are they doing like like where so when like um are they oh, moving the, are they here's a question are they yeah. rotating the earth at a ridiculous speed which would just where was, kill where was everyone where was moon Knight in uh in far from home probably in london no no it wasn't oh far from home yeah yeah it is in London. Yeah. Uh, he, he I don't think he works like that. I think just Stephen would see it and be like, cool, I don't Adam and Eve it. Oh, what a what a plonker I must be yeah, seeing Conchie's, this. Country's like country's like, oh, you must be my vengeance. You no, because no, because I think to everyone who deserves it. And so obviously Moon Knight would have been like, oh fucking this bloke. No, um, I think he's more of a I think I think Conchu that that um Konshu traditionally is is more he means that in reference to stopping like the other gods and the other avatars of gods from fucking with the world. Like but, so um, I don't think he'd care about Mysterio. I think he'd be like, ah, oh, whatever, Spider-Man's problem. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm too busy being a bird. I'm conscious. <laughs> uh but but although he does have that personality apparently who deals with street level crime, as you were just saying. Yeah, but not yet. Okay. Also, that's okay. not that's not street level. 
that Mysterio is exactly. not just not just your everyday your everyday bloke. Well, no, exactly. Like, so if if he's concerned enough with street level, growth, yeah, yeah, but not yet. Like, yeah, right, okay, not yet. Okay. And maybe that's not an MCU thing. That might just be a comics thing because. Okay. Um, be so thus far, he has only faced off against just guys with guns, right? Not like yeah. super powered. And it is all people that are standing in the way of an Egyptian god trying to mess with like humanity, which is which is what yeah, yeah, Conchu's yeah. concerned about. Uh, that's his whole thing. Is he's so Conchu is Conchu's like a good guy, right? Kinda. Yeah, he's like. So we're going to talk about a character later, the Punisher. Hint for later yeah. on in the podcast. Conchu is like he's not a good guy, I guess, in the sense that he will just kill you, but or he'll have his avatar kill you. But yeah. he he's not going about killing good guys. No. He's only only dealing with your Arthur he's Harrow's. In, yeah, he's only interested in bad blokes. Yeah, bad blokes doing bad things. But um, yeah. So episode three has we get we get our first proper god content, and it's it's pretty cool. I like I like um that they're starting to expand the MCU into the into these more um mystical fantastical. yeah fantastic beasts fantastical um <laughs> fantastical we sides of it fantastic beasts didn't we because you've got the um we did meet some fantastic beasts the jackal jackals and um and the hippo the hippo lady the hippo i lady. love the hippo lady i have got a note on that why is she english uh she's an egyptian god why is she english yeah this is i know conchu's you know not egyptian but conchu's got a got a a vague voice she's she's very just clearly friendly english she's just an english lady isn't she yeah why i guess conchu's got big scary god voice she's just a she's just a friendly english hippo yeah that's not a problem why though <laughs> maybe she's a hippo from london zoo maybe she's maybe she's a i to do some writing for the writers it could just be that she's she's from steven's side of the brain is she's uh she's yeah, a she's a yeah. steven thing because because be it would thing. seem we're skipping ahead now we're gonna dump the episodic structure she is okay. the, the afterlife it would seem is whatever is it's whatever you um perceive it to be so for steven and mark it's a psych ward and it's really well done but for right, like if we're gonna dump the episodic structure can we mm, just talk about can we talk about the psych the, ward the, yeah, yeah. The end of episode four and episode five mm-hmm. because um there's not much to say about the start of episode four i don't think nope it's um, not it's fine it's fine they go it's, uh, it's tomb raider they, they stuff go, they're they raiding go, some yeah, tombs. they go in the tomb they go in the tomb uh important bit essentially they get they got uh, they get shot by yes. arthur harrow yes mark, arthur harrow shoots um is he in mark mode he's in i think he's mode. in mark mode because i think mark takes the body because steven's oh, been yeah, too busy kissing layla yeah, yeah, and he's gonna try and fight like all of those. Like, there's like twenty dudes with machine guns. Oh, he's oh, actually, quickly, he's um. So, uh, Konshu has been banished, so Moon Knight is no more for the minute. So he doesn't have the suit, he doesn't have the powers, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is how Arthur Harry gets banished shoot. for doing the big sky thing. For doing the sky thing, yeah. Thousands of years, yeah. Yes. Um. So, yeah. So he gets shot, falls into big yeah what does he fall into like a big loads of water just sinks yeah because if he's not dead from the gunshot he's dead because he drowned yeah um 
but essentially he wakes up it he wakes up and he's been sedated and he's in a psych ward and uh then Arthur Harrow is his psychiatrist mm. um, or like the head of the psych ward all of the people in the psych ward are characters that he's come across yeah Crawley is back did you notice he's in it no I didn't he's uh he's doing the bingo oh okay yeah he's he's not painted cool. but he's in it yeah essentially um you start to question or i did i don't know uh instantly has any of this actually happened yeah yeah i i think i sort of gathered from from the like whole context of it that it had but then they do it in such a way where they're putting in like uh stephen grant is actually a movie star so they do it in such a way i think where you think like actually maybe is is that the reality of it and he hasn't been shot and he hasn't been moonlight he's just well, crazy um because well, he he's in the he's in the office with um arthur uh, harrow yeah. Uh, yeah arthur harrow um and he keeps split he keeps um switching between him and stephen mark and stephen walking through which is done really well by the way because a lot of the time you see um you see people do it where there's two the same guy playing two people mm. and they've tried to you know put them in the same room with cg and it looks oh weird. yeah no they do it really well yeah it's great yeah um and uh then it keeps cutting between him then being back in the office and then he'll start kicking off he'll go mental they'll sedate him and then it's back to the him and Stephen walking around trying to work out what the fuck is going on trying to uh, find their way out of the afterlife into back into the real world so they can waken awaken Conchu and uh, or like or free Conchu and then get the moonlight suit back so they can save the so they can heal stop, and not die heal and not die and stop Arthur Harrow yeah but um but between those moments of them trying to do that you keep being put back into the um the office and it's like yes and so you're you, I, I I'm sort of I was sort of wondering is it actually is any of this real at all and is any of this story up to this point real um because also he um he says that he admitted himself he admitted them mark took them to the psych ward after um their mum died yeah and so i love the moment where he gets him to call his mum yeah yeah and he's yeah that's the so so then Mark's mum, Mark is Mark is the original, um, and his mum is dead. Uh, but Stephen doesn't know it. Stephen, as far as he knows, has been talking to his mum on the phone for for donkey's years, as I'm sure he'd say. Um, the, the way they reveal that his mum is dead is is really well done. When he, when Arthur Harrow forces Stephen to phone her, yeah. Um, I, it might sound stupid. Oscar Isaac has a real chemistry with himself. He, the way he acts yeah. and interacts with himself, it's so convincing. Like he, yeah. he has a real. I know, I know, he's obviously not acting with himself, but it must be so hard to film a scene and then film that scene as a different character and have a chemistry yeah. with yourself. Well, so because I think probably because i was going to say well because i was just saying that that looks great when they did mm. the 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 shots of them interacting together but i sort of was thinking oh that looks great from a like a compositing point of view and they've done it well and you know mm. there's 
Um, but actually, large part amount of the reason it looks so good is because, yeah, you're right. He does a really, really convincing job of being mm. both of those characters in the same room acting presumably to nothing. Well, his, his, so his, his brother, Oscar Isaac's brother, is the stand-in. So I, I, I guess that makes it easier if you're acting yeah. to your brother. But it's still, it's still hard because you've got to you've just played the scene and then you've got to do it yeah, yeah, all yeah. again like that's he he's good he he's is great. really good he's, we've said uh, that I, but he's great yeah i um i i, I sort of i just can as the series goes on particularly in yes particularly in the, the episode four and five i was just sort of continually impressed by him and, mm-hmm. yeah um particularly yeah particularly him Again, Arthur Harry gets more play and starts to. Ethan Hawke is much better from episode three onwards. So from 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 his when he interrupts the meeting of the gods, that's why I was saying earlier when I said there is a point where he starts to sort of shine. Yeah. That when he interrupts the meeting of all the avatars of the gods and he does his thing and he reveals himself to be the last Moon Knight. Yeah. Um, he from that point on and then into when he's playing the psychiatrist. Yeah. He's so good. He's really good. But this. So this um, this whole psychiatric psychiatric ward thing is is ripped like beat for beat from there's a comic book run from 2017 2016 by Jeff Lemire and it is uh, it's Mark Spector has been admitted to a psych ward and he doesn't know what's real and what's not real and he has to escape and and it is like frame by frame page by page shot by shot the same and I, I i love that i think it's really if you've read it before you kind of know what's going on mm-hmm. um but i love that they've taken what i think is probably probably one of the best comic books of all time and and and, and adapted it so closely because it's it's people always say there's always like this theory of what if batman is crazy and he's in arkham asylum and the joker's a the joker's one of his orderlies and but they actually do it in the TV show. They have the balls to actually commit to it and do it. Yeah. And I love it. And I love that it's, it's, it is, it's, it's faithful to the comic books, but also I just, I just love the fact they've done it on TV. I love the fact they've actually committed to that. I also think the, um, I also think the handling of the topic is excellent. Yeah. yeah. Because there's a worry that when you try and make a, I say that as if this is. I say this is something. This is something that I've done and had to deal with. <laughs> but like, um, there's a worry that when you when you try and get into topics like that um, about like serious sort of mental health issues and childhood trauma, but not in a kind of Bruce Wayne's parents got shot kind of way. The like, actual real. Like, I know people yeah. have their parents shot, but I mean like that sort of thing that a lot yeah, of yeah. people deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when you try and get into that in the context of a comic book superhero movie, it's probably very easy to belittle it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or trivialise it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably a better, better word, trivialise it. Um, but I think the the way that it's handled and the way that it's made apparent that the characters, so Ethan Hawke as the psychiatrist, the like the the way that the way that he very obviously mishandles it mm. the fact that that's a plot point and that's something that is is made apparent 
I think it's really I think it was really 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 well done um I think it's throughout though I think yeah, even right. when they're not doing this the 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 way that they don't present because it's dissociative uh identity disorder yeah um it, it, it I think it would be really easy to just be like look at this wacky guy who's so many people in one body but they do play as yeah. this guy is genuinely struggling and he's like why am I so tired all the time and why am yeah, I yeah I, I they yeah, they handle it really well. Yeah, um, and I don't know. I that that's that's just something that's something that I noticed and that I yeah. thought was quite apparent that there was obviously, and I and I think it's something that you probably have to do more than you ever have had to in. I don't want to. I don't. <laughs> that doesn't mean people current, will though. No, I know, and I don't want to say like the current climate, but also. It, no, but it, rightfully it's so. It's yeah, and it's good, but it just—it's very. It comes across that a lot of people have actually probably done a lot of fucking research. Yeah, and I, I think it probably is cut does come down to the fact they've actually done the research. Yeah, and yeah. and that's and that's brilliant, and that's really really good to see on on screen in such a um like a, in such like a prominent place as well, like yeah. the Marvel the MCU, like is really really cool to 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 see that kind of topic discussed in not discussed but you know presented in in a in a in a humane way that isn't just like ah, yeah crazy guy mm-hmm. like you were saying yeah I yeah it could easily be that but they don't do that yeah and I, I i really liked that about about this show that's something i liked about and then i think we mentioned the same show in the first episode and you said you haven't watched it uh, but peacemaker they in that his dad is abusive and so he's yeah. obviously come away with some pretty uh he's he's come away pretty messed up and he's also got some very backwards ideologies in that but they handle it really yeah. well and it is it's a bit of a theme at the minute that these uh shows not just superhero shows but you know these these shows and movies are starting to branch out into territories that they may have very much mishandled like 10 years earlier yeah but now now they can do it and i don't know why that is i don't know if that's because because people have have just finally actually started calling these companies out for their bullshit i think it's gotten us to a point now where they actually do the research before just pumping out just you know some really damaging stuff as such yeah yeah they do it it's great um i was so uh slightly off topic but with the um, with the new Matrix movie, so that's an example of somewhere where it wasn't handled particularly well. Um, yeah, I think also the perpetual idea that um, idea of like suicide as a way out, like a but like a viable way out. Do they do like, that in that film? He's just like he he's suicidal in it. Okay. Um, at points before he gets, I guess he gets I can lifted back out the room, back out of the matrix. Um, uh, but he's just he's just like jumping off buildings, kind of semi regularly. Oh, but then he's okay. like, oh, he's the one, and then so he can't die, and then they reset it. I can't remember what the. But also, wouldn't you just wouldn't every but, time you killed yourself, wouldn't you just be like, this doesn't work? I'm in a computer. Well, I, don't, I I don't know, but um, there's also a bit at the end where uh, there are just like hundreds of people just throwing themselves out of buildings and using themselves as like human bombs to try and stop Neo. Um, 
yeah there's just a lot of there's a lot of quite aggressive and quite um i don't know poorly handled do you think that's a result of an around a 90s franchise that hasn't grown up no because the because the whole pot point the whole point of the movie is that it's so self-referential and it's so like it's going it's going look oh my god look how we've we've really changed with we're doing a we're, we're name dropping Warner we're, we're name dropping our parent company Warner Brothers. We're talking about like you know what people want from the Matrix in twenty in the, in, in the new era. Like we're 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 doing the Matrix. We're doing a movie where the Matrix exists as a video game franchise within this movie that we're doing. But so do all the characters who were in the movie who were in the video game franchise that exists as a movie series in our world, but in their world a video game franchise. If I could say that one more time, that'd be nice. Um, <laughs> and, and it's like, and it's like, no, we're so grown up, and we're doing. Look at this, look at this. We're doing it all. We're doing it all, and we're going. Oh, bullet time! It's Neil Patrick Harris. He's doing bullet time, but it's different this time because it's uh, where Neil Patrick Harris is slow frame rate, and everything else is not. Oh, because he's in a video. Okay, okay. Right, no, because yeah. he's not in a video. No, because no, Neil Patrick Harris isn't in a video game because. The so he's got the low frame rate superpower. Yeah, it's kind great. Of weird. Superpower, I, I yeah. actually think that bit looked really cool, and a lot of people shout on that bit where they did the new bullet time. But I think the bit where it's Neo and he's regular frame rate, but he's been slowed right down, and then Neil Patrick Harris is walking around and then he's like doing stuff, and his hands are moving in like slow, blurry frame rate, but everything else around him is going at the right speed. I thought that looked pretty cool, but people hate it. I'll have to check but, it out. Um, but anyway, though, yeah, I just think I think um, in comparison, because the Matrix revolutions or revelations i don't know i don't remember the matrix um, franchise as a whole <laughs> I, I have no well, memory just, of it i mean the, the latest one. Oh, is that they the new and, one even better yeah, they, they try and talk they do they do try and talk about um like covered sort of subjects of mental health and neo's neo's struggle with um his issues where he kind of you know, he feels he feels disillusioned with with it all and he's like who the fuck am I and what like I don't know he's he's just incredibly depressed um I think is uh that's a bad sign the fact that the fact that you have to say I think I feel yeah but Neil Patrick Harris is just giving him he's he's just giving him blue he's giving him blue pills to take and it's the blue pill because it's keeping him in the system it's keeping him suppressed you know they're they're giving him giving him his medication it's keeping him you know and really what he needs to do is break away from it and embrace you know i don't know like that feels like maybe the the wrong message that's what he needs to do yeah that sounds like a proper kanye west like i'm off the meds yeah Yeah. but the fact that the the fact that the main um the main antagonist in the movie like isn't agent smith even though he is in it but played by someone else yes yeah i did read um, that the other day but it's um it's the the analyst it's neo's therapist he's the main bad guy and because right. he's been put into the matrix as a character who would be supposedly someone you could you know trust and go to but so he gets like ultimate insight into neo's life and then it turns out that he's the bad guy pulling all the strings and so it's just like it's not really is trying to be it's trying to be you know opening up the the question of I mean, it's supposed to be talking about mental health but it essentially just does it in a way that's quite reductive um and just sort of villainizes uh the 
yeah uh, just sort of villainizes therapists and also makes it seem like you know if you're ill if you're mentally ill they don't take the meds you don't need the meds they're just keeping you down they're keeping you in the in the rat race stopping you from seeing the real picture yeah which is the unmedicated picture keep taking the blue pill keep taking the blue pill man like yeah sure keep taking the blue pill don't don't you you won't see what life's really got in store for you that is is very very heavy-handed and and there's no kind of there's no going like oh this is like a this is like a perfectly viable way to to deal with mental issues it's like no oh so what you're saying is he should have taken the red pill every day no no he no he should take both he should take the blue and red pill no in the movie he should have just been taking regular prozac no he should have just been taking taking it for the movie's sake he shouldn't have been taking something that was very obviously saying what you are taking right now is keeping you suppressed and it's keeping you down and it's keeping you yeah that's weird what, it's doing what the you're you're staying what you know this is the man wants you to take this the man wants you big farm man wants you to yeah I, it was just i just thought it was handled badly mm. um and i i did enjoy bits of that movie but i just think there were lots of it there were lots was, of it that was just very heavy-handed um in in various ways we're going to change the title of this podcast to moon knight and the matrix i don't want to know this is no longer this is no longer moon knight and the midnight suns you're hearing it here first uh we tricked you it's moon knight and the matrix (laughs) four the matrix four a film that one of us hasn't seen and a film that (laughs) one of us didn't like so Uh, to be fair it's not i didn't mind it and I didn't hate it as much as everyone else did. He's but... saying that because he's been taking the blue pill. He's saying that because that's what the <laughs> man wants him pill. to say. <laughs> he's taking the blue pill every day. The Wachowskis have been posting me blue, <laughs> pills. Me blue pills. That's I'm really good it. of them, actually, to do that, to no, personally to take the time out of their very busy schedules, whatever they're doing. Probably The Matrix <laughs> 5. <laughs> I doubt that. No, that film did not get a fucking sequel. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. The um, Matrix video game franchise. They're busy making the Matrix video games. They're probably doing Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas 2. Did they do that? Did they, did, did many, they do that? How many Cloud Atlases are there? They did, they did do Cloud Atlas. Did they? What else have they done? That's a discussion. Do you know what? That's a discussion. Uh, Jupiter Ascending Speed Racer. Um, fucking. What's another Wachowski, Wachowski Sisters movie? This is impressive. Off the top of your head to just to be able to rattle off Wachowski films. I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> oh, that's worrying, actually, that you can just immediately <laughs> just... But that's a discussion for a different time. I think it's time to move on to... So, Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight is a character in the Marvel comics. Um, Alfie, if you were to... You, were, you are a comic book writer in the, the early Matrix, 90s. Bound, The Invasion... V for Vendetta, Assassin, Ninja Assassin, The Matrix Revisited, um, The Matrix Reloaded, The Matrix Speed Racer, The Matrix Revolutions, Cloud Atlas, and Jupiter Ascending. That is every Wachowski sisters movie. Good for them. They are, if. if, They're killing it. I would argue, forget the Coen brothers. uh, Those, they are the best sibling directorial duo ever. I'd have to agree. Forget Forget the Russos, forget the Safdies. Yeah. The Wachowski sisters are, where they are at. the best ever. Yeah, where it's at. Um, but if you were, you're a comic book writer in the 90s and I bring to you a selection of characters. I'm, I'm, I'm Stanley 
I'm Stanley and I walk into your office. I kick down the office door. It's yeah. on the floor. Um, and I bring to you a hat and the hat has in it, it has pieces of paper and it's got Morbius, Iron Fist, Doctor Strange, Blade, The Punisher, Werewolf by Night. Yeah. Not yet Moon Knight. <laughs> um, it has other such characters. It has all of the members of the Darkhold. And I empty that hat onto your onto your desk and I shuffle them around. And then I say to you, Alfie, uh, you need to create a team out of these comic book characters. And yeah. a few years down the line, that team will also have Moon Knight in it. Bear that in mind. Uh, what would you call that team? Uh, the the Avengers is taken. You can't call it the, the Avengers. The noon the noon daughters. That's close. That's I I Stanley have decided. I've already got a name in my head, and I won't leave your office. I'm I'm going to stand here on the spot, and I won't breathe. I'll stand here holding my breath, and throwing punches until you get it right. Uh, the the like but after two after one more guess i'll just say it tea time siblings all right well i'm still stanley in this bit uh you're an idiot uh what i wanted you to say was the midnight suns we are going to discuss the midnight suns of course the midnight Um, suns that's that's actually fun fact that's how they were created Uh, stanley kicked down the office door of some poor comic book writer and he he uh, he threatened to hold his breath till they, yeah, till they gave a name. <laughs> threatened to go on hunger strike. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so we're gonna we we have been we have watched a collection of uh, so we've watched a collection of Marvel properties um, ranging from TV series to movies uh, containing characters from the Midnight Suns. All right, um, we've watched. A bunch of shit. Uh, Josh yeah. and, it, and it was mostly shit. It was mostly shit. Uh, Josh... No, that's not true. That's not true. One of it was big shit. No, two of it's Morbius. <laughs> we we, uh, we to talk about Morbius again. We got to talk um, about Morbius because, right now because you all loved it the first time, and you're gonna love it again because the Midnight Suns. Yeah, so do we want some backstory on them? Basically, or just ah? Uh, I mean. Yeah, they they know about little. Morbius. No, not Morbius. I mean, um, so the Midnight Suns are a team. They were formed in 1992. Um, in the comics, it's Ghost Rider. Two Ghost Riders are like, shit. There's a threat. It's not a regular threat. It's a supernatural threat. We don't have a team that deals with this. Let's make a team that deals with this. So they make yeah. a team. There we are. Okay. That's that's that um, they made a team. So the we've we've been over who uh, the the Midnight Suns traditionally contain. Yeah, yes. they, there's there's loads of members, but Morbius is always so Morbius is one of them. He's since the start he has been in every incarnation of the Midnight Suns. Yeah, let me just get out my um, Morbius notes. <laughs> so um, you can go back. Um, and episode one, we go fully into depth of uh, Morbius and just how ridiculous that film is. So, um, yeah, it's I don't I don't really think we need to 
give much more on it uh it's no, it's terrible and we went into full depth but i have a question for you is if they say five years down the line they announce a midnight Suns movie and it's got oscar isaac as moonlight and it's got um Herschel ali as blade do you give jared leto the call to play morbius in it or do you just i, I, I personally don't him? because it's just been announced well, well he's the and i don't yeah I don't call him up but yeah the, if, I, if i were in the studio um i would ignore the fact these are terrible blokes ignore the fact that he's up to some things no Do, i don't think no. so because no one's getting draw- no one no morbius fans no because do you think like, do you think that no if, if... One wanted that no one asked for that movie no one enjoyed it right no but here's the thing so andrew garfield people hated him as spider-man they like and they hate yeah. like hated him but you announced him for No Way Home, and I know it's very different, but you announced him for No Way Home, and everyone loved it. Do you think in five years' time, Morbius has become a cult phenomenon, and they say Jared Leto is that, back? I guess in the same way that people were really, really disappointed with the with the Star Wars prequels, right? Initially. Yeah, and then they yeah. And now, now... They love them. But Hayden Christensen's back for Kenobi, yeah. and people love it. No, but, that, but I suppose that's like that's like 20 years now plus right yeah and so there's that nostalgia thing of people like kids grew up with them like people who were born in the but, like late would you not say that kids are growing up with morbius right now and morbius only i <laughs> i hope to god that no child is growing up with morbius right now um because that is gonna sour you okay jared leto played the joker and he was terrible and but they got him back for the Snyder Cut of Justice League and people were quite excited to see it because it's a second stab at a terrible character in a different film, a different direction. If you've got a fully Kevin Feige-controlled Midnight Suns film, bigger budget, better cast, better script writing, better CG, do you get it? Also, a variant of Morbius. It could be a variant, like from Loki. Yeah, yeah. I, the, the correct answer was no. You, you don't. You don't call no, him back. Who I, do you call I, though? Who would you get to play Morbius in the MCU? What creepy actor? Uh, Keanu Reeves is Morbius. No, I would want Keanu. <laughs> He's Reeves too nice. Play, I'd want Keanu he nearly played Moonlight. He was nearly Moonlight. I wouldn't have liked him as Moonlight. No, he would have been terrible. Yeah, he'd be I terrible as Ghost Rider too, though. He's not no, a good he, actor. No, I know he's not, but he's because he's very Nick Cage. No, but but Nick Cage is. We'll talk about this in a minute. Yeah, we got Nick lots Cage of thoughts is, on this one. Nick Cage is good in that movie because he's so shit. But, you, but I think that character needs to kind of be, you know, just really sad and kind of depressed all the time, and, <laughs> and sometimes he turns into a big flaming skull and pulls out a shotgun and. I know. I, I know big, who. His big chopper. Needs no, to be Ghost Rider, but I'll say that later on. There's one that he needs to be. There's a guy who needs to be him, but I'll say that later. Um, I'm, trying to think he got, I'm trying to think who you mean. You haven't um, told me this. I don't, I no, I haven't. You haven't. Good. You don't know this. Um, so, but uh, do, you, do, you think, do you think Morbius even translates to cinema? Do you think that... Because... Morbius is would be great in a Spider-Man video game. He'd be, he's great in a Spider-Man animated show. But do you think they just need to ditch? Because Midnight Suns is, is 
there's a very good chance it will happen when when they have the characters in the MCU. There's a very good chance that they'll do a team up movie. Do you, I, I think you ditch Morbius, right? Yeah, I yeah. Think, yeah. I think that's that's a good question. Does Morbius translate to screen? I think in many ways, not at all. No, definitely um, not as a solo character. No, and I've never I've never read a Morbius comic, for example. They're fine, um, but i don't really know what that character is supposed to be like what he's supposed to be like um yeah sort of like if if there were morbius fans who would have watched that and been disappointed because they didn't portray him properly i think they're pretty close to it to be fair that is it's, that's not the bad bit of that film because it's pretty close to the character the bad bit of it is everything else and yeah. but i just don't think i just don't think that they could make it work i don't know no um, i don't know i think it's I don't know. And because there's a certain amount of suspending of disbelief that the Marvel movies force you to do. Yeah. But that's fine when the rest of the film is watchable. Yeah. No, it needs to. Yeah. But then that's what I'm saying. If it's Kevin Feige done. The storyline of Morbius is just so fucking stupid. And then when. Like his motive, well, his motives are understandable because he's got a weird, incurable blood disease. But that yeah, could just that. being cured with blood thinners. With, but also okay. with the with the the gallons of blood that he's got in a freezer. Yeah, and presumably yeah. that's not all of the blood. He's 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 presumably got more somewhere else. He's probably got shit loads of blood. He could just we're go to a hospital about, and get a blood transfusion. We're talking about Morbius again. We need to not talk about. Yeah, so so I'm making the executive decision. I'm Stanley, and I'm still stood in your office. I've kicked down the door, and I'm I actually I've reached over to the desk, and I've said, actually, I'm just going to take that one back, and I grab the piece of paper that says Morbius, and I've pocketed it. Okay, cool, good. This is 20 years later when we're now making a movie. This is this is in fact this is 30 uh, years later. As you take Morbius away from me, I'm on my knees and I'm praying you. Yeah, yeah, thank Thank, yeah. Because you had a problem so here much. with that character. Yeah. Thank yeah, you yeah. so much for taking this shit off my desk. Would you say that you are also moving swiftly onto Ghost Rider? Yes, I would which, say Which, which, I was going to do a segue for that of, um, speaking of terrible movies, let's talk about Ghost God Rider. This poor shit fuck film. <laughs> so we're going to do a bit more of a, we're going to keep it brief, but we're going to do a bit of a review for this film. This film started out and we thought it was going to be so fun because it starts out and it's red dead redemption cowboy ghost rider and he's yeah. motoring on his horse and it's excellent and then it obviously obviously we knew that that wasn't gonna be everything oh no sure we yeah we knew what we were in for but but from the tone of that you look at that and you think yeah okay we're in for we're in for a bit of a, a bit of a fun treat yeah and it is it a fun not... treat but it's a terrible fun treat it's like <laughs> yeah. Is about as fun in the sense that okay, I will tell you exactly the way in which it was a fun treat. Um, my favorite crisps for listeners, <laughs> um, are the co op, they do salt and vinegar crisps, own brand co op salt and vinegar crisps. They literally, yeah, they literally shed the inside lining of your mouth <laughs> because they are so acidic, they are so vinegary, it's insane, and I love them. Um, because I love vinegar, call me call me weird. Uh, those crisps destroy the inside of your mouth, but they're so delicious. 
so they're like a terrible fun treat no so th- that, that is too nice because you used the term so delicious there so i'm vetoing your description because you did you did it a solid what i'm going to say is imagine you're with your friends and one of them's got a handheld camera and then the other one of them kicks you so hard in the balls that's going to really hurt right but then you get a little bit a little bit of it softens the blur a bit when you get to watch the video back and it's pretty funny and you're like ah yeah. no, that's pretty funny but it still really hurt your balls and it doesn't really take away the pain you just had a little bit of a funny video to watch as well so yeah i guess it was a bit like that so yeah that's um that's that's how i feel ghost rider is um yeah so so we're gonna give a brief a brief plot overview i guess so the film opens up and it's it's a past ghost rider it's um sp- full spoilers for ghost rider by the way it's uh if you haven't it's, seen ghost rider this is on you this is an yeah film. um so it's sam elliott so it's it's sam elliott as ghost rider which is awesome like like the best possible casting choice ever um and it's great and then it cuts to sometime 100 years later and uh johnny blaze terrible name who is played by a dude who looks nothing like nick cage um gets approached by the devil and made into ghost rider and also he gets, gets turned into nick cage and um part of his punishment and then the and plot then sort of ends there, there. yeah um yeah. so it feels you said while we were watching it and you were saying that uh the particularly in the opening the opening bit right the first the first sort of act of the movie before he is nick cage mm. um feels like a just a it just feels just like a shit michael bay film it feels like yeah. a film that, that the whole michael film does of, though yeah, it does a little bit, but I think particularly the first bit, yeah, it feels it, like tonally, the, start of a, the start of a movie that Michael Bay got halfway into directing and was just like, ah, actually, fuck this. It feels like um, in Transformers when um, Shia LaBeouf meets Megan Fox and she's fixing his car and stuff. And yeah, and, yeah. and just, I, I think if you watch it, you'll know exactly what I mean. That might make no yeah. sense if you're just listening, but if you watch Ghost Rider, I think you'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got a bunch of notes about Ghost Rider, actually. That we I've got a load of notes. I think we'll... All right, so, so right at the start, so um, so Johnny Blaze finds out his dad's got cancer. Uh, yes, yeah. He goes to... He goes Hold to... on, though, real quick. He finds out because for some reason he just decides to root through the bin, like, yeah. just randomly. He <laughs> just... roots through the bin, presumably to look for letters about some, letters about a member of his family having a disease. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, oh, he I, wonder the, I wonder if you got any of these. And he's like, oh, the, the fuck? This has never worked out like this before. Um, yeah, it turns out my dad does indeed have, isn't it just chest cancer? Yeah. In general yes. chest. Yeah. Just kind of, yeah, okay. And it's terrible um, casting for young Johnny Blaze as well. Well, just, yeah. it's awful. Yeah. Um, I've yeah, I've written Johnny Blaze, young Nick Cage, young Johnny. Blaze. He, he gets so upset that his dad has cancer that he goes off to fix a bike in the middle yeah. of the night at a circus in the rain. Yeah, and um, essentially, I've got stupid fucking moron believes man who walks in claiming to be able to cure his dad's cancer in exchange for his soul. Yeah, so, so yeah. So the devil walks in while he's fixing his motorbike. He's like, 
oh, your dad's ill and I can make him better, but you're going to have to sign this contract, sign this contract with your blood that gives you my soul. And he's just like in fucking Morbius policeman style going, oh yeah, probably a vampire. Johnny Blaze is just Probably like, a devil. Yeah, Johnny Blaze is just like, oh yeah, all right. Yeah, like, but then what? if it's if it's the middle of the night, it's thunder, it's rain, lightning, you're in a circus and a guy approaches you, 50-50 chance he is the devil, to be fair. Well, yeah, but... 50-50. <laughs> He's he's not up to any good. I'll give you know immediately. Yeah, this is true. This um, is true. So it's it wouldn't be too big of a stretch to assume he's the devil. <laughs> yeah, I suppose not. Specifically, the, the the biker devil as well. He see he's very he's very intent on having a yeah, yeah, a yeah. ghost rider and not just a. He he's he's he do, he's doing a conchu. Yeah, he is. Isn't he? He's just yeah. doing a conchu. Yeah, he's doing a conchu. Um. Uh, Johnny Blaze and Johnny Blaze's dad are just like bad motorcyclists. Like their yeah. entire their entire livelihood is doing evil can evil canevaling. They die uh, several times, I think each. Yeah, uh, dad, <laughs> but Johnny definitely dies like three times. His dad's through going over a ramp through a fire hoop, and he just kind of slips over. And then he just kind of, I think, gives up the will to live because he shouldn't yeah, die. Because well, it was the because it was the devil going. I cured his cancer, but you know, haha. <laughs> but I murdered him. Yeah, but I murdered him anyway. Like that was, I suppose, not technically bre- breaking the contract. Yeah, he's, yeah, he so got him on a technicality. Like, yeah, he did. He <laughs> pulled up with the, the small print. The small, the, um, the small print did say, actually, I will murder your dad in a couple of days' yeah, time. Yeah. Should have read the fucking. To be fair, if you're signing a contract with the devil, you probably do want. You should read it. Print. Yeah, but then um, so Johnny watches his dad die, and then he immediately goes and dies. He yeah. gets on a so he, he gets on a bike and then just he, he has bike. a weird odd crash and just dies. Well, because he, he, he like, crashes into nothing. Doesn't he have like this kind of he has a kind of like thought about the devil or something? And the devil like appears in the middle of the road and he comes yeah. to a stop, but he he sort of tumbles like off little, the bike. Yeah, he does like a cool sideways like slide or attempts to like to stop, you know, to do like a drift. But it just flings um, him into the air a bit. Yeah, he just. He flings him into the air. But also, not fast like, enough oh, to kill back. him. Like, I saved you. That was like, oh, I saved you. So, presumably, he just falls off. He just topples off his bike, hits his head, and that would have just been it. Yeah, like, no, that's it. Like, he's, he's dead. And it's yeah. not at the point of his crash, he's not going that fast. And also, no. like, you would think the devil has presumably picked him because of his motorcycling skills. Yeah. So, he, if you're the devil and you're like, oh yeah, I picked Johnny Blaze, I'm going to kill his dad. And then Johnny Blaze immediately fucking dies in a motorbike crash. At what point are you like, maybe I should just tear the contract up. <laughs> maybe, we're the, maybe we're done here. Because he doesn't get better at riding his bike either. He, so we're going to skip, we're going to skip on a little bit. There's a scene. Just before oh, I, on, I just want to make the quick point that it looks horrible like all the color grading is oh the color grading is terrible oh we get we do get and we're not going to make the mistake we made on the last episode where we open the podcast with a bit we forget to mention um we do get some uh, just a completely a completely ridiculous amount of nick cage in this tight leather evil can evil suit and it's glorious it's It's, i thought we wouldn't be robbed of it because in the opening you're panning slowly up sort of this biker in an evil Knievel suit. And I said, 
holy shit, we're going to get Nicolas Cage in an evil suit. Turns out not to be Nick Cage. So I thought we were robbed yeah. of it. And about 10 minutes later, we get it. Yeah. And it's amazing. It was, um, it was incredible. So, so that's a silver lining. But so later on in the movie, Nick Cage, and, and also, so I'm saying later on, you might think they've skipped so much story content. They've, yeah. We've missed out on so much. Um, you have to to be fair, you have missed out on about forty five minutes of movie. But in that forty five minutes of movie, there's no story. No. Um, Nick Cage is chasing a poor woman up a, up the freeway on his bike, and he is just a dangerous driver. He's terrible. He's doing wheelies and he's doing stoppies reason, and he's legs he over is, the handlebar. The reason he is chasing a poor woman up the up the freeway on his motorbike is he loves her because it's his childhood sweetheart who he had to leave to go and be Ghost Rider, yeah, or something. Um, but uh, then she turns out to be a news reporter, and he's going to evil can evil jump over like about like a ridiculous trucks. number of trucks. <laughs> just like it's just it's just oh, insane. hang on a sec though, he stacks it there as well. He he fails. He stacks it. He's a terrible yeah, he motorcyclist. He's shit. Yeah, I mean, he's not, to be fair, I'm not saying I couldn't jump a hundred buses, but don't make your whole personality, don't make your whole personality that, and then, also, no, in fact, no, he doesn't, he crashes in an earlier jump, he He crashes in, no, he crashes in an earlier jump, this is the baffling thing about this, he makes this jump over the buses, and just immediately, from there, he's just like, all right, and then he just drives off, he drives out of the stadium on it, he doesn't stop for anyone, the bike is perfectly fueled up. He chases this woman down down the freeway, presumably like a fair few miles down because she's been gone for a while. Uh, he commits. No, 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 no. It is the it is the 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 truck jump that he has the flashback on and and, and crashes. So where where does he chase the woman? Because I've got no, because it's just after that. Because so did he get I, back I, on I the really, bike? Yeah, yeah. So he uh he he, he stacks it. But um, the devil saves him again. Great. I and then he uses his third chance to chase a woman down yeah, a freeway. And he goes, right, I'm off. I'm off to go. Yeah. And also, in, on, like a jump, on like a jump bike. That's just yeah, that's what I was like saying when we watched yeah, it, yeah, is yeah. that bike is, yeah. is not made for cross-country driving. And it also yeah. wouldn't have that much fuel in it because it has to be yeah. light because it has to do the yeah. jump. So then yeah. to have like 30 miles worth of fuel in it, like at least... And also, he's driving at full tilt, so you would assume it's got more. Um, anyway, so he chases her down the freeway. He's a terrible driver. Then he just he just he just assaults her. Like he just he he just he grabs just her like really violently. Just grabs her on the side of the freeway. Properly lays a kiss onto her. Like like not. I don't just mean a little peck. I don't mean a cute little peck. Like he is smooching this woman who clearly does not want to be smooched by Nicolas Cage. And then he's like, "Did I come on too strong?" Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Little bit. <laughs> Great. Um, uh, all right. Um, Nick Cage in this movie um, is terrible, but he's he's. I mean, he's great, but he's terrible. He's awful. He he wants um, to watch monkey shows all the way through. He's was, like, that's, that was what I was going to say. <laughs> Nick Cage. Nick Cage just wants to watch. Johnny Blaze loves monkeys. Yeah. Um, there's multiple moments where he turns on the TV and it's just there's just monkeys. And and, and when uh, his friends are watching the crash back, he's like, Can you put on the monkey show? Can you can you yeah. put on the monkeys? Like, <laughs> so they so he's in his like tour bus or something, and um and he's got some monkeys on telly. He's watching some monkeys, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, his friends are dicks. Yeah. To be fair, they're making him. They're friends, making him watch his his yeah. death back, basically. Yeah, his friends get get his get his crash back up on the TV to make him watch that to just sort of like really really hit hit hammer home that he fucked up his big stunt. Yeah, and he's just like, can we watch the monkeys again? Um, so they just they just like turn that. off the TV. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, fuck they you. Just, yeah, they turn the telly off, and then they have a go at him and just tell him he's a twat. Um, and it's really sad. Um, and then oh yeah, and then there's this there's this shot where he's there's like a bit where he goes into his house and he turns on the TV and a monkey comes on the TV and he just starts just pointing just... and laughing. He's just yes. going like. <laughs> but throughout the scene as well, the guy's talking yeah, yeah. and Nicholas Cage is just he stops, silence, and then there's really loud and sudden laughter. Stop, silence, sudden laughter. Like <laughs> not like a normal person. Like no person does that. It takes a, it takes a special actor to make something so human as laughing so uncomfortable. Like, oh, odd. But he um. There's also so, a line. There's a line. Sorry, just before. There's a line where he talks. I can't remember who he's talking to, but he says, "I watch a lot of TV." The only TV he watches, because he, he's trying monkeys. to prove a point about like how he knows something about like you know like what. Can't remember what he's talking about. He watches a lot of TVs, whatever. Um, but the only TV he watches, as far as anyone can tell, is videos of monkeys. Yeah, it's just monkey clips. Yeah, it's monkey. Clips. He's, he's flicking through channels at one point, and there's at least two channels that have monkeys on. Yeah, which which suggests that because you you can manually tune in the channels onto your TV, which suggests that Nicholas Johnny Blaze has been like, I want some of the regular channels just to make it look normal. But um, how many monkey Most channels can I get? A hundred? Great, ones. great. I'll have the monkey <laughs> yeah, ones. I whack them all on my, uh, on my cable plan. <laughs> I'm paying for these. So there is for some reason. So Johnny Blaze, who has a family history, literally has a family history of death by motorbike, decides that it would be a great idea to jump like 50 helicopters with the blades spinning. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I fucking, I don't know. I actually. He no, does I, the jump and he goes off the jump at an angle that would mean that he would probably crash into maybe the third helicopter. And then it cuts yeah. to Donald Logue's character and he's like, he's not going to make it. And then it cuts back to Johnny Blaze, who's clearly still not going to make it. Then it cuts to Donald Logue again. And then it cuts back to Johnny Blaze and Johnny Blaze has made it. And he's like, I knew he'd make it. It's like, we all knew he wasn't going to make that. Like, without the magic of cinema. Yeah, for for cinematic purposes, they've had him quite close to the helicopters. Like, he hasn't just soared miles above them. But also, it just looks stupid because I, because I always, you know, maybe he might make it, maybe he might not. If he just like went down the ramp and then just went miles up above them and then came down on the other side and there was nothing. That's more impressive. That was more impressive, but also, there's, yeah. you know, it's like, it's, it's a bit, maybe... No, I'd look at that and I'd be like, he's clearly a good motorcycle rider and not a yeah, fucking they, idiot who constantly yeah, they, dies. They're clearly trying to establish the fact that he is, in fact, a bad motorcyclist. I don't think they are trying to establish that, though, because his whole superpower is motorbike. I mean, it's, it, you know, it's not, but, like, that's a big a big draw card of Ghost Rider. That, that helicopter bit, the helicopters okay. when they land in the stadium look like um oh you know, my god yeah it's like ipad apps that you used to be able to get you probably still can where it's like yeah you can you can film a video and then you can just make like a police car crash into it or like i mean essentially what is now a snapchat filter 
yeah. like back back in the day you'd have it on your ipad like like i get yeah, exactly what you mean but there's some really really there's some really dodgy shit cgi in this some terrible also, cgi in 2007 cgi wasn't incredible but you could do it yeah or you could just decide to do maybe 10 helicopters instead of 50 and then you could put all yeah, of the effort into uh, i think varying amounts i think it's i think it's more um more during the jump than you ever see land okay. I, I think it's i think it's the same as the trucks i think it's a case of yeah, yeah, yeah. there are 10 there but then he jumps them and there's 100 yeah, yeah, yeah um so the villain is uh, the villain is basically is not morbius but the villain's basically morbius right yeah. so uh it, and i'm not going to go any further into that other than it's as bad as morbius his skill set is bat magic basically and um he's got a really he's got so he's got a crew of four characters who have different superpowers with him and um all of them feel weirdly racially charged and a bit racist uh in different ways um yeah there's the um especially the guy with dreadlocks yeah the weird wind yeah dreadlock guy um who the what the fuck he's shit they're all terrible also, Ghost Rider just makes incredibly short work of all of them, and it's just yeah. boring. Inc- but including um, the big bad, the main villain, yeah, who's supposed to be coming for the Devil's Throne, and he just shoots him. Yeah. It, also, this is a, he's fully powered up. He's got the contract by that point. The villain, So the yeah, villain yeah. basically is looking for the Ghost Rider contract so that he can take over as the devil and he can own Ghost Rider. But, so the villain gets the contract, he gets fully powered up, and Johnny Blaze just shoots him. He doesn't use his Ghost Rider powers. He uses no, Sam Elliott's no, 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 Ghost Rider shotgun. He does use his Ghost Rider powers because he in, he like gets all the souls in him, which means that he can use his... Oh, he uses the penance there. Yeah, so yes. He does use the penance there. But, yeah. um, but it's, just, it's just a shit, disappointing fight. Rebel Wilson is in this movie. Yes. Yes, she is. And it's hilarious. As kind of nobody, but like... Yeah. Uh, she is. She's getting mugged, and a Ghost Rider rocks up, and, and a, the guy the stabs him. Her. The guy stabs him in the in the shoulder, which, based on the fact that his jacket is clearly empty and there's nothing to Ghost Rider, what's he stabbed him in? Yeah, and then also he's got a wound on his shoulder when he comes back. Yeah, I love the fact that he can fully just tank a hit from a semi truck as he does in between. Yeah, yeah. Like straight after he just takes the hit from the semi truck, but then he goes back to human form and he's got a scar on his shoulder. Yeah, from, from the knife. And it's like quite a substantial wound as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Sam Elliott patches up. Um his uh his re- news reporter, ex childhood fling, uh walks in walks into his apartment because he left his lift open. Um and then <laughs> yep. and then he's like and then she's like, why? Because she you know, he stood her up on a date, didn't he? They yeah, were supposed to go on a date, and he was busy ghost riding. Um, yeah. And then he, she's like, oh, why can't we? You know, what's, why can't we be together? And he's like, because I sold, I sold my soul to the devil, and now I have to do his bidding, and I'm a ghost rider. And she's like, you're a twat. Like, fuck off. You're mental. But just, but just before she walked in, he's been like he's been like mastering his fire powers and lighting candles with his with his fire powers yeah and he doesn't just show her show, that. Just, just fucking show her that but also she's a news reporter so presumably she watches the news she could probably turn the news on and see the report of giant flaming skull man gets hit by a truck and then murders two people 
and then rides off on a motorbike. Also, the police find him like instantly. Like, because he's left his skeleton handprint on the truck. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what have they got? His, have they got his like bone? Have they got his exact his bone, bone print scans? Like, yeah, they got his bone prints. Um, they got also, your bone they... prints on file. If you commit a crime, they can get you by uh, fingerprint oh, or shit. bone print. Not yeah, my bones. Not my bones. They got your bones. God forbid. Um, they chuck him in prison or like in jail. No, for no reason. That they've got no, they've got no charges. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, also, he masters his powers like pretty much instantly. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm learning to control it, but it's literally within like the space of about twelve hours. But also, he's already learned to control it. Like he's just. Just taken on no, some no, super no, villains. No, because it, no, because it's been dormant, right? It's been dormant for a while. Came out like unwillingly then, but now he's learning to control like what he can and can't do when he is and isn't Ghost Rider, you know. And he's like le- learning to control when he can and can't turn into Ghost Rider. But it's supposed to be this whole like, presumably it's supposed to be this whole process of him mastering his powers. It happens in about ten minutes. Yeah, they they fully went for the classic ghost rider look and they they nailed it to be fair like he's got the chain around him and he's got the flaming skull like it sounds like stuff that should be obvious but like wolverine is always always wears yellow but in the movies has never worn yellow so i'm pretty impressed that they got that right um i think i think that i remember we found frustrating was the fact that um sam elliott's beard goes up to his eyes it does, um, but not not naturally. Like it, it actively betrays the line of a normal beard. Yeah, and but also more yeah. more frustratingly was the fact that Sam. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. He, he's revealed to be the previous Ghost Rider, the Cowboy Ghost Rider. Yeah, the cool, the badass fucking Cowboy Ghost. He's got one last ride left in him. Yeah, he's got one last change back to Ghost Rider that he can do ever again, and he uses it to just change into Ghost Rider. To ride with Nick Cage to where the bad guy is, and then he just changes then he leaves. and fucks off. Yeah, he's like, I got one last ride in me, and then, but the, but I didn't think he meant it literally. He does literally just have yeah. one last ride. He do, he then stops. Like, yeah, like he just you has would, a ride even. I he thought it was because I even said at the time, it's awesome they've got two Ghost Riders, and it's awesome that they're gonna make them team up and fight in the finale. Yeah. But they, they do they don't. No, he just goes. He leaves. He's just like, I guess I'll just... You, right, you got this. Is it... Is it better than Morbius? No. Is it more fun than Morbius? No. Okay, cool. Right, if you... So, <laughs> if you are... Stanley is still stood in your office. He's still there. And he's yeah. got his hands on the Moonlight slip of paper. He's decided this is the phase where Stanley's decided he's just going to remove characters from the desk. Um <laughs> He's got Ghost Rider in his hands. Do you want him to take it away or leave it in for a, for a, for a Marvel Cinematic Universe film? It's a reboot of Ghost Rider. It's a new Ghost Rider. Uh, do, do you put him I in the Midnight Suns? I do put him in the Midnight Suns. I mean, you have to because he's the one who I founded do put him it. I in but... the Midnight Suns and I would drag him back now in as Nick Cage. But would like, you do that for like Multiverse of Madness? Yeah. Or would you just do that yeah, for yeah. regular? No. Because? No. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd have I'd, I'd have him as a cameo as an yeah. age. But would you make no? Hold on, hold on. You make him the last Ghost Rider, the Cowboy Ghost Rider. Nick Cage yes. is the Ghost yes. Rider before. Yeah. Yes, he's the previous Ghost Rider. Great. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you said earlier. Yes. Uh, um. So yeah. So you get Norman Reedus as Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah. You. There is no other right answer. Uh. 
he rides a motorbike in The Walking Dead. That qualifies him for a start. But also, perfect Johnny Blaze. Like, perfect. He's a bit Plus, older. he seems like he's aching to do something. Like He doesn't need to be young. He's CGI for the half of it. He's a skull. Yeah, I reckon if they did him as a real, like, a real, like, creepo, a creepo Johnny Blaze. No, I just think he's classic Texan. He's got his... He's got his Johnny Blaze shotgun and he's got his Johnny Blaze chain. Yeah, yeah. He's riding a bike and he's cruising on a chopper. Oh, no, dude, the guy who plays, who the fuck is it in, in Rampage? Um, oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. I'll accept that. I'll accept that. I, I said it was undisputable. I'd accept Jeffrey Dean Morgan. But I no, because he's, he's quite good. He's Thomas Wayne already. He's done that. Although by the time yeah, of a Midnight Suns movie, that's going to be like 10 years ago. Yeah, and also in, yeah. not in the MCU. No, what I'm saying is I feel like it's one of those things where you get him as a mainline Marvel character and people should who's Thomas Wayne. Yeah. No, Ryan Reynolds did Deadpool and Green Lantern. Who cares? Yeah, that's true. Who cares? Um, yeah, I, but you just said Norman Reedus was too old. I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan is older. <laughs> but yeah, I, I accept that. No, I'll, I'll give you that. That's fair enough. Yeah. Okay. One of those two can play him. Yeah. Excellent. And whichever one doesn't play him um, can play a, another. I think Jeffrey him. D. Morgan is more youthful than Norm, than Norman Reedus. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It depends on the role. Also, do you need him to be youthful? I feel like I kind of want him. Yeah, but he's like, but he's like grizzled, but he's lively. You know. Yeah. Norman Reedus is just sad all the time in every role he's in. I would. Bet actual money that it will be Norman Reedus, though. Is this is this a, is are these are they like confirmed mm. rumors? Mm, they haven't confirmed they're doing a Ghost Rider yet. They might never do a Ghost Rider. Yeah, true. Um, but I but yeah, great. I we then watched like a... The Punisher, except you didn't. Um, no. what you watched, watched was an you watched season two episode three of Daredevil, which I picked out to be the best appearance of The Punisher in. The MCU, yes. yeah. Uh, I thought it was great. We'll be a bit more grief on it because um, it's one TV episode, but yeah. So, so what great. did you think um, of the character and the episode? That was cool. A uh, bit frustrating, um, but also like that scene in the hallway where he's got the gun teletaped to his hand. And he's great. Chain as the whip. Um, fucking brilliant fight scene. Yeah, really, really good. Um, that was uh, a big reason uh, I picked it to be fair I know I that, um, yeah, I, know that um, I know that Daredevil as a series is quite known for their because they, they do those big one take fight scenes and stuff and yeah. the, the corridor fight scenes and I've seen those I've seen clips of those mm-hmm. and stuff and they look fucking brilliant um, but yeah that was a that was a that was a pretty pretty awesome sequence but the main the main point that we obviously talking about um is the punisher mm-hmm. i probably should watch more yeah to understand I mean, his actual motivations yeah. but he's just a psycho really, <laughs> yeah isn't he i'm baffled by the fact that they ghost riders putting together a team and he's like there's a supernatural threat and we need supernatural dudes and then he's just like oh yeah but also there's a marine with ptsd and a gun uh let's bring him yeah. Let's, he like psych- also, like a, yeah, like a psychotic uh, war veteran. Yeah, let's bring him along because he can kill he'll, a ghost or two. He could probably. If the ghost is a bad a dude, he'll kill the ghost. He couldn't kill a ghost. 
No, nah, Killer Ghost. He's got a shotgun. He's got, he's got a shotgun. This doesn't give a shit about shotguns. This one does. Oh, fuck. Yeah, this one does. It's not very good ghost, then. No. No, he's not. It's, a, it's the Jackal from Moon Knight. Could you can you kill him with a shotgun. Hmm? Could you, though? Could you, though? Could the um, person... He's not a regular person. He's the Punisher. Oh, this is true. This yeah. Is, he is the Punisher. I also, um, if you just if you just get one of the the supernatural ones, just to hold him down, hold the jackal down, and then just shoot vaguely oh, yeah. where, yeah. Just shoot him. Yeah, right. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. I'll take yeah. this. Um, Crazy they brought I, him along, though. Yeah. The Daredevil stuff is in the MCU now, at least the first two seasons of Daredevil are. Do you think that they would bring that Punisher along to a to a to a, a, a supernatural comic book team team up, or do you think they'd leave that for the more grounded stuff? Do you think Do you think they would do I it? Reckon, I think probably they would keep Punisher as a more yeah, like a kind of you know they they keep him with all the gritty sort of down to earth like. So you don't take him. I'm Stanley, and I'm stood there, and my hands on Punisher, and I'm about to take him. Do you stop me? Ah, uh, yeah, I. I think I think I let you take him. We we are running out of members of this team. At a certain point, it's just going to be no, Ghost Rider but, and Moon Knight. No, but we do st- still have time to talk about the thirty-eight minutes of Blade that I watched immediately yes. before coming on here. Yeah, because you hadn't seen Blade, so you thought seen Blade. I'll watch Blade, uh, but I won't watch it all. I will watch thirty-eight minutes of it. Yeah, I take Blade on the team. So my Midnight Suns so far are Moon Knight, Ghost Rider, and Blade. That's a pretty proficient team. I wouldn't yeah. want to fight them. But also, okay, so they're all caught up. They're fighting their, they're fighting their ghosts. But then yeah. a regular man, a regular man comes along. Yeah. They're too busy to kill him. So Punisher, right? Yeah, what's Punisher doing in the meantime? Playing games on his phone. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you yeah. Come, he's he's, nice. he's he's processing <laughs> horrors of war that he went through. He's sat there thinking about that. True, true. I think he'd give. I think he'd give Arthur Harrow a pretty good go, though. I think that I think that the John Berthold's Punisher would snap his neck. He probably would, to be fair. Yeah. So I'd take I'd take the Punisher. I'm Stan Lee and I'm stood there and I've and you've just told me to take the Punisher. I've in fact said, shut up, and then I've put the Punisher back down on the desk. He's coming. So you so you watched 38 minutes of Blade. Um yeah. I wouldn't have bothered watching only 38 minutes. Um <laughs> so obviously it wouldn't be Wesley Snipes Blade that comes along but it also wouldn't have been a Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider that came along so it doesn't matter um what what did you think um pretty cool do you think that it's worth choking your director for do you think that movie is worth choking the director Wesley Snipes and yes the director says Wesley and you say nope I only respond to Blade now um and then he says okay Blade um we need you to film a scene, but you you disagree and you choke him. Would you say it was worth it? Yeah. Cool. Because Wesley Snipes did both of those things. He yeah. <laughs> famously refused to answer to Wesley or Wesley Snipes. He had to be called Blade. And also yeah. he choked the director. Um, choked the director. And then also he 
um didn't there, there was the you were telling me there's a scene <laughs> yes where shooting where he was supposed to open his eyes yes he's lying there and the camera's down on him and he's got his eyes closed and he has to like open his eyes mid-scene but he just refused and he lay there with his eyes closed so instead of just not using the scene they used the scene but they added a pair of cgi eyes cgis um <laughs> on top of his eyes and they look to be like colored weirdly in the sense that the lighting doesn't match up and also they look like they're from shot from a different angle to the rest of his face and yeah that's blade three to be fair that's not the blade you watched but yeah so 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 what what did you think um i thought the opening the opening scene in the club with mm-hmm. the blood pretty iconic pretty classic uh Wesley Snipes isn't a very good actor. Um, yeah, that's fair. He's, or I don't know, I haven't seen him in anything else, to be honest. But he's... Yeah, so what would you... I think we would have done a bigger review on it had we both watched it fully before recording this, but... Essentially, I think a team-up movie... Don't care about The Punisher that much. All right, he's not loser. supernatural. It's not supernatural. No, but... No, actually, no, you know what? Even right... A recast and different Morbius. Um, Would you take him over the Punisher? He's not supernatural. He's just a man. He's a man with bat powers now. But he's not a vampire though. No, because the whole thing of Morbius is he's not actually a vampire. He's a like he's a proto vampire. There are vampires in. No, Blade's a vampire hunter. Like yes, yes, you're right. Like yes, I know he's not a vampire, but I'm not claiming that he's a vampire. He's more vampire than Blade is, uh, than Morbius is. Morbius is a vampire by b- because he's I, I guess Fancy he has a similar he needs to drink blood, but he's not actually not a vampire. vampire mm. Yeah, so okay, I wouldn't even bring him. I mean, I would. All right, I wouldn't for the, the film. But... Get the Punisher to show some bat DNA then. Oh, right. so you make Porbius? Yes. Yeah. Munisher. Okay, Doctor Michael Munisher. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And you take him. Um, And you take him. Okay. Cool. Put back DNA in the Punisher. I. uh, mm, I'm just thinking about it. I would just. Yeah. I would just give Punisher one of Ghost Rider's shotguns. I'd just be like, "Here you go, supernatural shotgun." Oh yeah, yeah. That's actually his skill set works. You just give him a supernatural shotgun. Yeah. Right. Okay. Fine. Great. Take the Punisher. I've won this campaign. The Punisher's coming. Michael Munisher with a with a shot with a no he stays yeah. behind now that now that we've got the Punisher with a shotgun Michael Munisher okay, our Michael horrible Munisher monstrosity is being left behind <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't need to come <laughs> we made him for nothing the Punisher with a Ghost Rider shotgun badass what Ghost about Rider. um so Doctor Strange is is a member often we're not going to talk about the film everyone's seen the film there's a second one coming out do you take Doctor Strange, Strange in there too because because he would just do it on his own wouldn't he yeah, He'd just exactly. be Doctor like I'm just going to put you all into the different multiverse Doctor Strange is Doctor Strange is arguably in the MCU more powerful than God is in the Bible yeah like I don't think it's arguable actually I think he just is <laughs> I think yeah. he's ridiculous yeah um, so Strange are we leaving him at home for the movie yeah because it would just be boring or are we taking him unless, for an end credit scene him, no okay you take him in the movie but then you slap some kind of like you kryptonite-esque yeah i was gonna say bring away that he can't do something yeah take his take take his little sling ring his teleportation ring off him the punisher shoots something and the shrapnel takes the ring off it pings against the ring yeah against the ring and it saves dr strange's finger even better even better dr strange says 
I can't make it, guys. I really can't go. But I have a teleportation ring, and he gives it to the Punisher. So now it's the Punisher with a shotgun and teleportation. Do you, uh, do you take the Punisher then? Yeah, I take the Punisher. Then. Right. I and he and he's reading. What the Punisher stands for. I must say. Uh, the Punisher um, stands for. He doesn't like bad blokes, does he? That's it. He just doesn't like bad blokes. Yeah, right. He's Batman with a gun. Yeah, and also he will kill. He's gonna kill Batman with a gun. Still Batman. wouldn't kill. Daredevil is also just Batman, but blind. Yep. So he's Daredevil he's like... with a gun and eyesight. So yeah. So so your 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 Midnight Suns team is is who? My Midnight Suns team is Moon Knight, played Punisher. by Oscar Isaac, played yeah. by John Bernthal. Yeah. Um, Norman Reedus, I reckon as. Norman Reedus as Ghost Rider, but mentored at some point. No, because Nick Cage and Norman Reedus Nick Cage is... age, it doesn't work. No, but Nick Cage is the previous Ghost Rider, but maybe in flashbacks. Dye his hair grey and put a cowboy hat on him. Yeah, all right. It's fine. It's fine. Norman Reedus and Nick Cage, maybe as Ghost Rider team. Two Ghost Riders. So, so we're doing a Ghost Rider solo movie where they're both in it, and then we then we peel off to Midnight Suns and only Norman Reedus goes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, no. Two Ghost Riders formed the Midnight Suns, so you do need them both at the start of the movie to be like, hey, actually, we need a team. So okay. Nick Cage and Norman Reedus are both Ghost Riders. Yeah, and then Nick Cage Nick Cage gets killed or something. Yeah, he dies Nick off Cage's screen. Ghost Rider gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow Nicholas Cage has he's, he's got one he's got one last ride in him, and that ride is creating oh, a team. Right, okay. It's a it's a it's a mental ride more than anything. It's okay, his okay. him putting together the team, it kills him. Yeah, perfect. Um then Mahershala Ali is blade. He comes along. Yeah, he comes along. M- Morbius but... stays at home. Morbius stays at home, but Wesley Snipes turns up at first, and then he goes in a machine that makes him into a younger, better actor. Yes. Okay, cool. Great. Um, yeah. So that's, oh, and Doctor Strange, but he's also staying at home. But in the movie, we acknowledge the fact that he can't come. Yeah, like yeah. He's yeah, not he's... just not in it. Okay, so that's our team. Um, yeah. I want to be, I want to be in it as the third Ghost Rider. Oh, dude. Imagine a movie that's just like 20 Ghost Riders. Ooh, just different people who have died through various vehicular means. Yeah. <laughs> the devil, yeah. the devil's gone to them all. Like, yeah, great. There's like 20 Ghost Riders. And one of them's got like a, he's like a, a water Ghost Rider. You know what I would quite like, rate? I would rate a Ghost Rider series, because there have been loads of Ghost Riders. I'd rate a Ghost Rider Disney Plus series, and each episode follows a different Ghost Rider in a different era. Oh, that would be, that would be very cool. And the final episode is Norman Reedus in modern day, and he's ready to go. They've, right. they've all got quite distinct looks. Nicholas Cage is like, the second to last episode. It's it's he's cowboy Ghost Rider. Like med- yeah, and like medieval Ghost Rider would be sick. Yeah, um, awesome. Also, future Ghost Rider, and he's got some kind yeah. of he's got some kind of space thing. And he's zipping about. Yeah, I I that'd be good. I'd watch that. Anyway, um. I think that just about does it. I think so. I think we've made it to the end of another episode. We're back in two weeks' time. We're going to talk Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, 
and we'll talk something else. But I don't know what. And we'll just talk some shop. We'll talk shop. And um, you can look at the website. I've mentioned that several times throughout. That'd be great. Um, you can find this on Spotify. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on Samsung Podcasts. You can find it on Google Podcasts. You can find Alfie Deverell's album, at Alfie Deverell on Spotify. He's got a single out. Uh, it's about Ghost Rider. And um, that does it. Uh, see, see you in a while. Later, Gators, as, uh, as Stephen Grant says. In a bizzle. In a bizzle. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Thanks. Cheers, guys.